0: Manufacturers started moving out of the country along with the high-paying labor jobs that they used to create. No laborers mean no need for those high-paying management salaries anymore either. We'll leave the self-pity parties to all the politicians this year, but The Wealth Investors is about solutions. So what do we do? In my
1: opinion, we have to go back to the founding principles of this country. It's a free country, which means maybe it's time we start building our own businesses again. We have to start saving instead of con- consuming.
0: Maybe we need to start taking some, some risks and get back to that time where entrepreneurship was the way the country was built. What's good for Wall Street is not necessarily good for our own personal finances. Maybe we're at the beginning of the country's cyclical shift back to small business dominance. Wouldn't that be great? This is the only way we're going to get back the wealth that we've Lost over the years. It's time to start planning. This is Jason Robert for the Wealth Investors Minute. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Great GoFundMe has been set up to pay for an IVF treatment to have a baby. A female veteran who suffered trauma while in the military cannot conceive through traditional methods. That's why they need to have the IVF treatments. Any help is very appreciated. GoFund.me slash XMV8ZAVG. Let's tell you a little bit about these folks. They are absolutely amazing. We want to help this veteran become a mother. Female veteran was raped while on active duty. Was raped so badly that she was bleeding for two weeks. She went to the ER because of the bleeding and the stomach pains. Later found out that she caught an STD during the rape. However, she was still experiencing stomach pain and bleeding from the treatment of chlamydia. Her gyno conducted a lauroscope surgery and found that the cyst was ruptured. Forward to me, wanting to become a pregnant and wanting to start to undergo several tests, she did the standard HGS test and found that many fallopian tubes were closed. The doctor suspected it was closed due to the STD and protected itself. Ten years, therefore, it had surgery to reopen the tubes. They've been trying... For two years to become pregnant through IVF. They need this IVF treatment. Let's help them out today at GoFundMe.com. Slash XMV8ZAVG. We'll spell it for you. G o f u n d m e dot Z-O-M. Slash XMV. The number 8. Z-A-V-G. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. I, I didn't that. know you were but
2: I didn't know that you were a wordsmith.
3: Call Jiggy right now. 267-22 Jiggy. Daddy
2: Hey Jiggy, what's happening, man? Must <laughs>
4: be that uh, David
3: David song.
5: Jiggy Blake, guitar, Jeff. It's a great day, but thanks so much, I'll the show.
3: Presenting. I'm,
5: I'm Mike Massey and uh you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much.
3: Jiggy Jaguar I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose
0: yours Welcome to a fabulous, fabulous edition of the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Program. It's hour number one. We're going to get to our first guest here in a few moments. They are patiently waiting. We'll get to them here in a few seconds. Thanks for tuning in to the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Program from the KJag Radio Studios in Hutchinson, Kansas. We're live another Friday, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 p.m. Mountain Standard & Up gold. at CheekyJaguar.com on the TuneIn apps and Radio Loyalty. Our brand new free app is available. CheekyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information. Also available on iPhone as well. Selected editions will be available on the iHeartRadio app amfm fm 24 50-plus AM-FM stations in the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. Our telephone number is two six seven two two 22 ji on-demand, commercial-free podcasts are $5 a month at our website. It's red link on the homepage, JiggyJaguar.com. The Jiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast is brought to you by our fabulous, fabulous friends over there, uh, on Indiegogo.com, let's talk a little bit about these folks. It is a, a tremendous, tremendous new marketing partner with us today. Check out com. Help us cure terminal fatal diseases. This comes from born in the United States. They plan to develop and bring back a smaller, more powerful version of the Piore machine technology. They want to help develop and bring back a machine which has been long lost and forgotten about. With your help, the machine can become a reality. There are a couple of uh, physicists and private researchers who've spent years studying and obtaining blueprints, which should allow them to build a machine that is more powerful and smaller than the original PRA technology. By having access to the information and resources that very few people in the entire world have put us way ahead of the league, check it out out today, Indiegogo.com. I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Search Help us cure terminal fatal diseases and tell them you heard about it here on the world famous cheeky jaguar radio program we're going to uh, get into it right now with our first guest here on our big broad
4: if you want to try things on you're welcome to do so i have a dressing area here and today everything is 20 percent off okay this
6: booth is mine
4: and then this one here too okay both of them
6: if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, I'm Brittany with KJAG Radio, Yes. and um, we're here at the AVN Expo today, and tell us a little bit about your business.
4: Yes, my name is Franz Pass. I am originally from Germany, and I import all my much merchandise nice from Germany. The German fetish is much more uh, stylish, better quality, and it comes in sizes. I have a store here in Las Vegas called The Black Room been here five years I used to be in Orange County California for 15 years my website is the blackroomvegas.com and I enjoy you know meeting people here in Las Vegas from all over the world it's amazing uh, Las Vegas tourists and trade shows you have customers from South America from Asia from Europe and from this country too
6: okay. and what kind of fetishes do you cater to
4: I cater basically to all fetishes from latex Lever, uh, the newest one is adult baby, I have uh, feminization, uh, you name it, I have it in my store and on my website.
6: Okay, what's this whole new deal with the baby thing? It's been around, I would
4: say 15, 20 years already, even before that. I used to sell it in my old store. And yeah. now in my new store here too, it has been around for a long time.
6: Okay. So it's not a new thing. All right. Well, I was not aware of that. Yeah. So.
4: Yeah, it's not a new thing. It's
6: a new thing for me to see.
4: Yeah. it's It's. Yeah. I've, I've talked to them downstairs because uh, they need my merchandise. They have some supplier and I don't. They're not doing the right stuff. So I work with them. I have two companies in Germany who make it.
6: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was very nice to meet you. Same, too. And, and thank you. you welcome. You have a wonderful evening. You, too. Uh, can we find you on social media or anything?
4: Uh, do we have social media? Do we have anything on social media?
6: Yes. I'm old school. <laughs> this is my girl who can stay out there. That is Do we have any social media like that? <laughs> Hi, nice, to meet you. nice to meet you too I'm Brittany with k Radio nice to meet you um, alright can you tell us about your um, social media and where we can find you on social media Oh, you can find us definitely on uh, theblackroomvegas.com that's our website we have like thousands of different pieces <laughs> glasses, latex, leather, all that jazz um, and then we also have Facebook The Black Room and you type it in come right up um, we also are on Instagram and Twitter. All right, thank you very much. Is you. Yeah, some big content there. For you. Voice like recorder, a... and I'll ask you some questions, Sorry. and then I'll have you introduce cool. yourself. Great. Tell me you about your yeah. business, right. what you specialize in, which obviously hair. is I bloggers. Have like two, <laughs> two days All right, uh, let's think about it. All right, I'm Brittany with KJagRadio.com, and we are here today at the Avian Expo in Las Vegas.
2: Leather by Danny, and you're actually in the the lair, which is the BDSM uh, fetish section of AVN, up on the second floor.
6: Alright, now tell me, what kind of fetishes do you guys cater to? Uh,
2: My company mostly focuses on on, uh, on leather equipment and bondage equipment, and uh, we have a lot of fun toys that are kind of uniquely designed to cater to people that want to play with BDSM um, safely um, and more comfortably. Our motto at Weather by Danny, it's important to be comfortable while you're being tortured.
6: <laughs> now, how long have you guys been doing this?
2: I, I have a hard time remembering sometimes, but uh, at this point, one of my first unique items, which is when it was kind of more of a hobby for me, is something called the grip cuffs, which I personally designed back in 1990. Um, they look, what, they're the grip cuffs over here. Basically, get a of that ball. basically, it's a design that enables the person to have, a, have a, a handle to hold on to while they're playing, which helps with circulation and comfort um, and makes it more, more, more secure. Um,
6: tortured a little more
2: safe exactly exactly Uh, for both the top and the bottom speed and that that, that, that was kind of a hobby for me I basically couldn't afford to buy what I wanted to get so I started making stuff and very quickly discovered that I was making the higher quality than what was available in your typical your typical bookstore
6: now tell me what kind of quality leather do you
2: use uh, I, I I hand pick my leather. Um, I do very little mail over leather, leather. It's just basically you got to you know look at, taste it, touch it, smell it, feel it. Um, I use different lattigos, different garment leather. Um, it's all it's all very and it's also kind of, uh, unusual, I have to point out. I also have almost for almost all my toys I'll have a vegan version. A vegan version? Yes. There are some now, people that do not want to have uh, animal products, so I'll, I'll have a few like for example over here, these are my split uppers. Those are all a man made material.
6: So they're made out of leather instead of leather,
2: rubber, vinyl, things of that nature. Okay. Um, um and wood, and plexiglass. All
6: right. Uh, where can we find you online and in social media?
2: Uh, online, uh, leatherbydanny.com, which all spelled out. And uh, social media, for the most part, I, I'm on, I'm on Life a lot. I do have a Twitter account. I'm still learning how to use it. I'm not good with a tweet yet. Uh, but uh, my well, are yeah, on Twitter I yes yes, yes they are but uh, on Twitter I'm leather by Danny uh, sale so and I often have what I call flash sales on there and that what happens with that is let's say I know I need to make five red paddles for my inventory I'll put a flash sale out there and say hey anyone that wants a red paddle if you order in the next hour you'll get 20% off if I get five people that say they want a red paddle, I'll be like, great, instead of making five red paddles, I'll make ten. I'll fill those orders and I'll still have my back. In. Not my back there. That
6: sounds like a good business plan
2: there. I try to. I tried all
6: right. Well, thank you for your time.
2: You're very welcome. What i want to point out, I have what's called a laser cutter engraver, so if people want to order custom things, I can actually burn their name or symbols into the, into the toy itself, which makes it less likely to walk away at a play party. So
6: you've got all kinds of
2: customizations. you can. Do. All kinds are available.
6: Now, if somebody wanted you to, say, make something that you don't
0: have, would you be able to do that?
2: It depends on what they want okay. and the time frame they want it. Great. Thank you
6: very thank
0: much. You Check out this incredible new brand-new marketing partner at Transmedia Worldwide, Indiegogo.com. Search, never watch a bad movie anymore, and there you'll find FlixTree. FlixTree is going to help you supercharge and stream your great movie experience live. Do it today. Check out Indiegogo.com. Search, never watch a bad movie anymore, and there you'll find FlixTree. FlixTree is an amazing, amazing new marketing partner with us today. Check out I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Search Never Watch a Bad Movie Anymore, and there you will find FlixTree. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide one of our fantastic new marketing partners here at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out GoFundMe.com slash 8-T-P-C-H-B-B-2. Uh, that's right. Marilyn Smile with us today. Oh, yeah. Smile's worth a thousand words. The smile of Marilyn tells how she struggles to show it. But it's too embarrassed because of the state of her teeth. Marilyn is a naturally energetic, happy girl that likes to laugh a lot. So she's showing off her smile a lot, whether she means to or not. But while she's showing her smile, she's also showing her crooked teeth. And she becomes self-conscious whenever someone points it out. The obvious answer to this problem would be braces. You get braces, you fix the teeth. Simple. The problem lays with paying for the braces. We've set up a GoFundMe campaign at gofundme.com. Slash 8 t. P-C-H-B-B-2. That's right. Naomi Avilia is with us today. She's got an amazing brand-new GoFundMe campaign. Check it out today. Let's help these folks fix the smile of this wonderful, talented little girl. At G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash the letter 8, the letter T, the letter P, the letter C, the letter H, the letter B, the letter B, and the number 2. And tell them, you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. This is an amazing, amazing new project. Check out Kickstarter.com. Piori Machine Development. Check it out today. It's an amazing new piece of business. The goal of this project is to make a much more powerful, improved version of the Piori Machine. This project is for research and development of the Pure A machine. To learn more about what this machine is and what it does, check out the links at kickstarter.com. They have access to knowledge and resources which should allow them to create an improved, more powerful version of the old Pure A machine technology. Do not miss your opportunity to be part of this project. It could very well could be the next greatest development since the Znaps, Reading Rainbow, Pebble Watch, Three doodler and launch. Check it out today at k i c k s t a r t e r dot com. Search Pure Machine Development and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. For the elderly and persons with disabilities, a personal touch can make a big difference in their quality of life. Each person's situation is unique and their level of need can vary. But in the most government-run facilities, patients become nothing more than a number in a file with a list of medications and treatments to administer and tick off. For those with friends and family who are up in age or disabled and unable to care for themselves, that's not the kind of place you want to call home, whether temporarily or permanently. Tamika O'Neill has spent over 10 years working with the elderly in long-term care and persons with disabilities in a professional capacity. As a social worker, she saw how difficult it was for this demographic to get the quality of care and treatment that they deserved. It became her dream to provide assistance to as many of them as possible. And she could do it on a more personal level. And since then, she's been able to make great strides towards doing so. She's proud to say, that's right, she's almost reached the finish line. But this is where she needs your help. Guardian Lakes Assisted Living Facility is a project that she's been working on for several years that is almost at its completed stage. She's put all her savings into purchasing and renovating an assisted living facility that will provide excellent care for the elderly and disabled and ensure they have the highest quality of life possible as long as they are in their care. Presently, they're seeking to raise $50,000 worth of funding in order to assist with processing a standard assisted living facility. They also have invested every dollar they have into this venture, and all they have left is a humbly ask for them to help cover the rest of the necessary expenses. To those who donate, thank you. Even if you're unable to donate This time or like or share on social media. It'll go a long way. Please send the campaign link to everyone that you know and anyone who thinks that they might be able to assist. Tanika O'Neill needs your help. We've got more information on our website at jiggyjagwire.com.
7: On today's Creation Moments Minute, we again ask the question: Do Christians need evolution? Yesterday, we saw that nearly every major phylum of animal living today is found in the earliest layers of rocks without any evolutionary ancestors. This sudden appearance is known as the Cambrian explosion. Today, we see how the fossil record offers not one indisputed connection or missing link between the various kinds of creatures. Dr. Colin Patterson of the British Museum, who is not a creationist, admits in a well-publicized letter that there is not a single transitional form to link any kind of animal with another. Even the most famous so-called transitional forms have not stood the test of scientific scrutiny. There is no single fact or group of facts that demand that the educated Christian abandon the Bible's account of creation and history. There's no intellectual reason for Christians to adopt evolutionary beliefs. For Creation Moments Minute, I'm Darren Marler.
3: the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show on the network. Welcome back to the world
0: famous Chicky Jaguar Radio Program, coast to coast and border to border. On TuneIn, iTunes, a Radio Loyalty Stitcher, and of course, fifty plus AM/FM stations across the fruited plain. Monday through Friday, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, and 1 p.m. Mountain, standard And of course, 24-7, com. Find us on TuneIn and Radio Loyalty. Our brand new free Droid app is now available, kids, at us. Stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information, all available on our app. It's also available on iPhone as well. Selected editions will be on iHeartRadio, radio amfm 24 com. 50-plus AM FM stations in the big network, and our telephone number is 267-22-JI-GGY. on demand commercial-free podcasts for $5 a month. Red link on our homepage, com. The Jiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast is brought to you by our fabulous new sponsor at 15 after the hour here in our broadcast. We're hoping for a great crowdfunding campaign. For an independent filmmaker that refuses to give up on his dream to finish his first feature film. All the extra information is available at Kickstarter.com. Search Animal Movie. That's right, this is an amazing new marketing partner with us today here on our big program. Check out Animal Movie by Jeremy Cathy, a film showcasing the adventures and fun experienced when making movies for the world to enjoy. Jeremy Cathy's with us today. He's got Animal Movie. He's going to tell you exactly what Animal Movie is. He's going to tell you about himself, who he's raising the funds for, and where they're going to go, including things as music licenses, professional audio mixing, crowdfunding project fees, etc. You can also find out why he's making the movie and get more information at dot com. Search Animal Movie and tell him you heard about it here on The Big Program. Hi, I'm Brittany
6: with
5: KJRadio.com, and we are here with... Blood I'm Matthew Gabriel, I'm the owner, uh, runner of, of, owner, of, of, of owner <laughs> manager, I guess, of Raver Blood Mother. Um, we cater to pretty much the statistics side, and, uh, <laughs> and beyond. Uh, we do a lot of work in LA, uh, teach a lot of classes, and uh, do a lot more than just the leather booth, so we do cater to a lot more angles than the so we've got everything from thud to stand, the collars, everything in between. A little bit on the imaginative side, so pretty much everything I've ever wished to add to my toy box and built it for everybody else.
6: Uh-huh. So you make these products yourself?
5: I do, all handmade.
6: <laughs> now, what made you want to start this?
5: I actually have been working with leather since uh, my first job in 96, so early on, and right. got into the kink industry, started making a few different designs that nobody else had, and blew uh, up from there. Yeah, and you mentioned something, about LA. Is that where you guys are based at? We do come from LA. Do you guys have a physical yeah. store or are you guys Everyone.
6: all online? Yeah. No, it's all and uh, the, booth the All right. Um, now, you said you put master before your name. Uh, tell me a little bit about that.
5: <laughs> uh, I am a covered master in the same, uh, which means that I've had a mentor and have gone through several years' worth of training. Um, I do have uh, my own household, too, sled, nice that master title actually kind of spans a few different directions. It feels good. All
6: right. Now, where can we find you online and in social media?
5: Online at FedLife under Ravenblood, R-A-B-Y-N-E-L-O-O-D. And social media, we are both on that FedLife as well as Facebook and under Ravenblood. Alright. Uh, do you have a website? Uh, no, actually we don't anymore. We oh, moving okay. it just solely to the physical because we kind of want to play a little bit more. Alright, so.
6: okay. Thank you very much for your time. No problem. Thank you. Alright, I'm thinking. I'm Brittany with KJackRadio.com and we with... My name is Lady Stella and I'm here representing Sanctuary Studios LOS. We are one of the largest engines in the U.S. at 7,000 square feet, nine playrooms, grand hall and all. Now tell us a little bit about what you guys do. Sanctuary Studios uh, has been around for the last four years, and we operate during the day as a professional dungeon with a full stable of dominant switches and submissives that you can come in session with. We also do lifestyle classes and lifestyle parties throughout the week. So we are an all-encompassing dungeon, uh, suiting all different needs. All right. Um, and where were you based again? We're based out of Los Angeles, right near Los Angeles mm-hmm. International Airport. Literally, the runway is across the street. So if you're coming from out of town, you definitely should stop by. All right, and where can we get a hold of you online, social media, and all that? No problem. For Sanctuary, the website is sanctuarylax.com. And if you're looking to me personally, it's ladiesbornatcim.com. All right, thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much. I'm Brittany Back with kjackradio.com, and we are with...
8: Steven from Bad Dragon Enterprises.
6: Alright, tell me a a little bit about your product.
8: We make fantasy-based adult toys that cater to people with fetishes that move beyond the vanilla and the average, and translate into things that are more fantasy-based, like creatures, such as werewolves, tentacle monsters, and things of that nature.
6: Well, these are definitely interesting. Yeah, to the least. They're nothing (laughs) like I've ever seen before. We love hearing that. <laughs> uh, Alright, so what, what it's going out of the norm made you think to make
8: these? Our CEO actually was in uh, Glasgow. He was in the university as a certified electrician and engineer, and one day on the way home, he decided to stop at a shop and get some clay, uh, sculpted a dick, and before he was even done with the design, he had people that wanted to buy it. So the entire course of his life changed within a week, and he started making these, and that was back in 2007 and 2008. We started opening up to the public and selling our work. Okay. Now, what are your products made of? It's 100% body safe silicone. It's actually the same stuff that they use in hospitals. It's a platinum cure, which is basically just technical jargon for saying very fancy. We actually have seen people boil them on their stove to clean them, throw them in their dishwasher. Pretty outrageous stuff, but they're all literally poured by hand, so everything you're seeing here was poured by a, a human being and not a machine.
6: So they can be very sanitary.
8: Absolutely, yeah. We actually make a foaming toy cleaner to sell with them, too, that's safe for your silicone toys. We make a lube that's water based also that's safe for your silicone toys
6: because silicone lube and silicone toys not a good yeah, idea they
8: degrade heavily
6: now, how can we get a hold of you guys online and in social media?
8: Our website is bad-dragon.com. If you look for us on pretty much any social media channel, you'll find us. But our main way of contact would be our Tumblr. Oh, i sorry, our Twitter, which is bad-dragon, bad-dragon.com. dragon underscore And our website is bad-dragon.com.
6: All right, so that's a little confusing there. All right, well, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Adam. I'm Brittany, back with ktagradio.com, and we are with Madam Raven Ray. All right, tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, what I do is I'm a professional dominatrix, so known as a pro-dom. Um, I get hired for personalized one-on-one fetish sessions to explore different fetishes that people have. Um, I do custom clips when people want to order a custom clip that may be a little odd in request. (laughs) A little risque. Yes, and um, what I specialize in actually is female domination and foot fetish. Foot fetish. Yes. I'm currently the most photogenic geek for Foot Night International and hoping to keep my title. (laughs) But um, what I do is I help people explore themselves and and learn how to be very sexually free. Um, Teach them that what they do is okay, what they like is okay they're not weird for what they like they're not different for what they like it's okay. And that it's all good. Yes, that it's okay. And my personal fetish is voyeurism. I like to watch. So for me, having a session where somebody's getting off on my feet, being able to just smell my stinky hockey socks as I play hockey, uh, to me, like, that's awesome. I love to be the conduit to be able to do that. A dominatrix that plays hockey. Yes, that is well, a first. <laughs> I have never heard of that. I'm currently uh, undefeated. I play in the LA. It's so it's roller hockey week, so I play goalie. And I love it. It's a great way to be able to sell my hockey songs. <laughs> Give you something to do and take you a little extra cash flow. And let me tell you how mad all the guys are. They don't get paid to play hockey. <laughs> now, how long have you been doing this? Um, I've been doing this. Um, really, I've always been really super dominant. When I was 18, I was a stripper. And it never really panned out very well because I was grabbing guys by their shirt throwing them down and saying, we're doing a dance. So it was very mm-hmm. unconventional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was a thing Definitely. You know, and when guys play the wandering hand game, I take their hands and find them above their head, either with their tie or with something, or put my knee in
1: their crotch. It was just... I also noticed yeah. that people yeah. were really massaging the and to just do like, dance as if a really different massage. of feet.
6: so I was like, there's something to this. Yeah, and so one day I just realized there was a name for what I do and who I am compared to what I was working with all the time. Yeah. Alright, well thank you for your time. Can you tell me how to get a hold of you online? Sure. My handles are all the same. It's sexy with an I, Raven Ray, R-A-E. So you can find me at Twitter, you can find me at Instagram, you name it. Uh, love my Snapchat. My Snapchat's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> if you can imagine. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, i all of them. I'm on all the social media and definitely Fet Life. for all the fetish events and... Absolutely. Plus, uh, I just came up with my own app, actually. Oh, you got an app! I do have an app. So people that want to book some fetish sessions, I have them download the app for forty nine ninety five. Now, is it available on... Uh,
9: it's not available on the stores,
6: so it's a personal sale. Okay. Oh, Like okay. a point of sale purchase, and then I give you download instructions. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, and thank it was very so nice well. to meet you. Pleasure is online. Thank you so
0: much. Check out this incredible new brand new marketing partner at Transmedia Worldwide, Indiegogo.com. Search, never watch a bad movie anymore, and there you'll find FlixTree. FlixTree is going to help you supercharge and stream your great movie experience live. Do it today. Check out Indiegogo.com. Search, never watch a bad movie anymore, and there you'll find FlixTree. FlixTree is an amazing, amazing new marketing partner with us today. Check out I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Search Never Watch a Bad Movie Anymore. And there you will find Flickstree. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. One of our fantastic new marketing partners here at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out GoFundMe.com slash 8-T-P-C-H-B-B-2. Uh, that's right. Marilyn Smile with us today. Oh, yeah. Smile's worth a thousand words. The smile of Marilyn tells how she struggles to show it. But it's too embarrassed because of the state of her teeth. Marilyn is a naturally energetic, happy girl that likes to laugh a lot. So she's showing off her smile a lot, whether she means to or not. But while she's showing her smile, she's also showing her crooked teeth. And she becomes self-conscious whenever someone points it out. The obvious answer to this problem would be braces. You get braces, you fix the teeth. Simple. The problem lays with paying for the braces. We've set up a GoFundMe campaign at com slash 8 t. P-C-H-B-B-2. That's right. Naomi Avilia is with us today. She's got an amazing brand-new GoFundMe campaign. Check it out today. Let's help these folks fix the smile of this wonderful, talented little girl at G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash the letter 8, the letter T, the letter P, the letter C, the letter H, the letter B, the letter B, and the number 2. And tell them, you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide incredible new marketing partner with us today at transmedia worldwide this is an amazing amazing new project check out kickstarter.com pure machine development check it out today it's an amazing new piece of business the goal of this project is to make a much more powerful improved version of the Piori machine this project is for research and development of the Pure A machine. To learn more about what this machine is and what it does, check out the links at kickstarter.com. They have access to knowledge and resources which should allow them to create an improved, more powerful version of the old Pure A machine technology. Do not miss your opportunity to be part of this project. It could very well could be the next greatest development since the Znaps. Reading Rainbow, Pebble Watch, Three Doodler, and Launch. Check it out today at k i c k s t a r t e r dot com. Search Pure Machine Development and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. For the elderly and persons with disabilities, a personal touch can make a big difference in their quality of life. Each person's situation is unique and their level of need can vary. But in the most government-run facilities, patients become nothing more than a number in a file with a list of medications and treatments to administer and tick off. For those with friends and family who are up in age or disabled and unable to care for themselves, that's not the kind of place you want to call home, whether temporarily or permanently. Tamika O'Neill has spent over 10 years working with the elderly in long-term care and persons with disabilities in a professional capacity. As a social worker, she saw how difficult it was for this demographic to get the quality of care and treatment that they deserved. It became her dream to provide assistance to as many of them as possible, and she could do it on a more personal level. And since then, she's been able to make great strides towards doing so. She's proud to say, that's right, she's almost reached the finish line, but this is where she needs your help. Guardian Lake's assisted living facility is a project that she's been working on for several years that is almost at its completed stage. She's put all her savings into purchasing and renovating an assisted living facility that will provide excellent care for the elderly and disabled and ensure they have the highest quality of life possible as long as they are in their care. Presently, they're seeking to raise $50,000 worth of funding in order to assist with processing a standard assisted living facility. They also have invested every dollar they have into this venture, and all they have left is a humbly ask for them to help cover the rest of the necessary expenses. To those who donate, thank you. Even if you're unable to donate, this time or like or share on social media it'll go a long way please send the campaign link to everyone that you know and anyone who thinks that they might be able to assist Tanika O'Neill needs your help we've got more information on our website at jiggyjagwire.com
7: could evolution be true if you had long ages of time This is the Creation Moments Minute. It's been said that if you take a frog and turn it into a man by adding a kiss, you have a fairy tale. But if you take a frog and turn it into a man by adding millions of years, you have evolution. It seems that many people think if you add millions of years, the impossible becomes possible. Could huge amounts of time create life? Not at all. A fundamental law tells us that if something won't happen by itself in a short period of time, it is virtually certain that it will not happen over a long period of time. It's true. If you reject Almighty God as your creator, you will find another false god to work miracles. For many evolutionists, that false god is time. For Creation Moments Minute, I'm Darren Marlar.
3: Jaguar radio program every afternoon on the network, coast-to-coast and border-to-border. Keep up with Jiggy online at JiggyJaguar.com. Welcome back to our big broadcast.
0: If you've missed anything, check out our website, JiggyJaguar.com, or download our app, JiggyJaguar.us. Stream the show live, 24-7 replay. Exclusive news and programming information. All on our app at JiggyJaguar.com. 50-plus AM FM stations in the big network as well. And we want to thank everybody for joining us today here on iHeartRadio. In an era where the concept of social corporate responsibility and giving back to the society is alien to a number of well-established organizations, Heroes Footwear, a small-shoe startup based out of Tennessee, is presently doing the talk by producing their shoes, the Hope Runner, in an environmentally responsible manner, as well as donating a portion of the proceeds to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, both developed and tested by marathon runners, the Hope Runner running shoes, They're designed for people suffering from uh, all sorts of foot conditions. Uh, just amazing things are going on over here. Named for everyday hero, Chris Hope, his team Hope, has raised thousands of dollars for St. Jude's Heroes. Recently gave out these shoes to be worn in the competition at the St. Jude's Marathon. Organizers and participants were delighted and they expressed their joy by declaring that the Hope Runner running shoes is indeed benefiting St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. We hope sponsors will assist by contributing to help us get Hope Runner out to the market thereby bringing a little more joy to St. Jude, because Heroes is unlike any other shoe company. They'll be donating $30 from every shoe sale to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. It was... To this end, that Heroes Footwear recently announced the launch of a crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo, with the intent of raising funds that would help in getting Hope Runner out to the market. Thus far, the early response to the news has been widely enthusiastic. The crowdfunding page can be found at igg.me. A T Heroes. That's Indiegogo.com, I N D I E G O G O dot Search Heroes or go directly to I-G-G dot M-E slash A-T slash H-E-R-O-S. And tell them, you heard about it here. Transmedia, where am I? Right now, hour number one here on our big program.
10: This call is now being recorded. Hello, James.
0: Good morning. How are you?
10: I'm good. How are you?
0: Actually, first of all, tell us a little bit on your background, and then we'll get into the topic here.
10: All right. Um, I am the executive beauty director of a very fancy title at Shape Magazine. It means I get to play with beauty (laughs) products all day long.
0: That's fantastic. Well,
11: uh, tell us a little bit about the topic this morning.
10: Well, we are talking about how to survive the transition to spring um, for your beauty routine.
0: Well, I know that there's a lot of uh, a, a lot of things going on there. Start start here, kind of at the top of the list, and we'll just go down the list here, if I just my friend.
10: Absolutely. Well, let's indeed start at the top, which is your head and your hair. And I'd love to talk about some products from celebrity hair colorist Rita Hazan. Now, Rita does hair color for Beyonce, Madonna, Jessica Simpson, and also. She does my hair color, because I am the luckiest beauty editor there is. Rita has been coloring <laughs> my hair for about 10 years. It's, so, it's amazing. She's wonderful. And everybody's always saying to me, oh, Cheryl, your natural red hair is so beautiful. And guess what? I have naturally brown hair, so obviously Rita knows what she's doing. But there are those times between appointments when my browns and my grays start to pop up. So that's when I use Rita Hazan's Temporary Gray Touch-Up Root Concealer. It comes in five shades, and you just spray the can onto your roots. You stay from six inches away, and it instantly covers grays, and it won't come off until your next shampoo. Now, Root Concealer is the number one selling prestige hair color product, and it is celebrating its five-year anniversary. But frankly, I have no idea what I did before this product existed. I just <laughs> walked around with that roots, or maybe a hat. I can't remember. Thank God there's, this is here now. Um, you can watch a how-to video at Ritahazan.com or Sephora.com, and you can pick it up at Sephora stores for $25. Now, Rita, make one other product I have to rave about.
12: Okay. All right. about it's it. It's called
10: Triple Threat Remedy. Now, this baby does everything. It seals existing split ends. It repairs damage from heat tools and coloring, and it protects your hair against future damage, which is particularly important when you start going outside more and spending more time in the pool, etc. So, for this one, you just work a dime-sized drop into damp hair before your styling or onto dry hair as a smoothing lotion, and it's available exclusively at Sephora stores for $30. Well, next up, let's talk about glowing skin. Now, when you're outside and the natural light is on your face, you really can tell if your foundation is not the right color. So sometimes you got one in winter and it's a little too light for right now, or you went and bought a new one for summer, but it actually turned out to be a little dark. You do not have to toss it. You can fix it. The Body Shop came out with shade-adjusting drops. Two shades, lightening and darkening. And just one drop will help you tweak your existing foundation color so it goes from being like the "Ah, almost right shade to the just. Right shade. Now, these drops are also a great way to get into that contouring trend everyone's doing. After you apply your foundation, blend one drop of the darkening under your cheekbones, one drop of the lightening on top, and it gives you a really sculpted look. Now, these very versatile drops are $20 at the Body Shop stores or the bodyshop-usa.com. And the last thing that everyone thinks about in summertime is sun protection. And we all remember that we need to protect our skin, but we often forget about our eyes. Well, Transitions lenses block 100% of harmful UV rays. They are a great way to update your glasses. They fit into just about any frames, and they come in really cool colors, gray, brown, graphite green. It's just a nice way to also up your style quotient. Now, the really, really cool thing about Transitions lenses is that They adapt to changing light conditions. So when you're indoors, the lenses are going to be clear. But when you go outside, that's when they're going to darken and will reduce glare, eye fatigue, eye strain. So cool. You can ask your eye care professional about them, or you can learn more information at transitions.com.
0: Fantastic. Where can we go for more information?
10: Well, you can visit Shape.com, or, of course, you can pick up a copy of Shape magazine with Khloe Kardashian on the cover at your newsstand.
0: Fantastic. Have yourself a wonderful morning. Thank you. Check out this incredible new brand new marketing partner at Transmedia Worldwide, Indiegogo.com. Search, never watch a bad movie anymore, and there you'll find Flickstree. Flickstree is going to help you supercharge and stream your great movie experience live. Do it today. Check out Indiegogo.com. Search, never watch a bad movie anymore, and there you'll find Flickstree. Flickstree is an amazing, amazing new marketing partner with us today. Check out I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Search Never Watch a Bad Movie Anymore, and there you will find FlixTree. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. One of our fantastic new marketing partners here at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out GoFundMe.com slash 8-T-P-C-H-B-B-2. Uh, that's right. Marilyn Smile with us today. Oh, yeah. Smile's worth a thousand words. The smile of Marilyn tells how she struggles to show it. But it's too embarrassed because of the state of her teeth. Marilyn is a naturally energetic, happy girl that likes to laugh a lot. So she's showing off her smile a lot, whether she means to or not. But while she's showing her smile, she's also showing her crooked teeth. And she becomes self-conscious whenever someone points it out. The obvious answer to this problem would be braces. You get braces, you fix the teeth. Simple. The problem lays with paying for the braces. We've set up a GoFundMe campaign at gofundme.com slash 8 t. P-C-H-B-B-2. That's right. Naomi Avilia is with us today. She's got an amazing brand-new GoFundMe campaign. Check it out today. Let's help these folks fix this smile of this wonderful, talented little girl. At G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash the letter 8, the letter T, the letter P, the letter C, the letter H, the letter B, the letter B, and the number 2. And tell them, you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. This is an amazing, amazing new project. Check out Kickstarter.com. Piori Machine Development. Check it out today. It's an amazing new piece of business. The goal of this project is to make a much more powerful, improved version of the Piori Machine. This project is for research and development of the Pure A machine. To learn more about what this machine is and what it does, check out the links at kickstarter.com. They have access to knowledge and resources which should allow them to create an improved, more powerful version of the old Pure A machine technology. Do not miss your opportunity to be part of this project. It could very well could be the next greatest development since the Znaps, Reading Rainbow, Pebble Watch, Three doodler and launch. Check it out today at k i c k s t a r t e r dot com. Search pure machine development and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. For the elderly and persons with disabilities, a personal touch can make a big difference in their quality of life. Each person's situation is unique and their level of need can vary. But in the most government-run facilities, patients become nothing more than a number in a file with a list of medications and treatments to administer and tick off. For those with friends and family who are up in age or disabled and unable to care for themselves, that's not the kind of place you want to call home, whether temporarily or permanently. Tamika O'Neill has spent over 10 years working with the elderly in long-term care and persons with disabilities in a professional capacity. As a social worker, she saw how difficult it was for this demographic to get the quality of care and treatment that they deserved. It became her dream to provide assistance to as many of them as possible, and she could do it on a more personal level and since then she's been able to make great strides towards doing so. She's proud to say, that's right, she's almost reached the finish line, but this is where she needs your help. Guardian Lakes Assisted Living Facility is a project that she's been working on for several years that is almost at its completed stage. She's put all her savings into purchasing and renovating an assisted living facility that will provide excellent care for the elderly and disabled and ensure they have the highest quality of life possible as long as they are in their care. Presently, they're seeking to raise $50,000 worth of funding in order to assist with processing a standard assisted living facility. They also have invested every dollar they have into this venture, and all they have left is a humbly ask for them to help cover the rest of the necessary expenses. To those who donate, thank you. Even if you're unable to donate this time or like or share on social media. It'll go a long way. Please send the campaign link to everyone that you know and anyone who thinks that they might be able to assist. Tanika O'Neill needs your help. We've got more information on our website at JiggyJaguar.com
7: Does the Bible provide little details that show the Bible is historically correct? Find out on today's Creation Moments Minute. Sometimes, the Bible seems to offer unnecessary details as it recounts an historical event. Take for example the Genesis account of Rachel's death while giving birth to Benjamin. Notice this. When Rachel's labor is at its peak, with the baby not yet fully born, Rachel's midwife tells her she should take comfort at having another boy. Now in a normal birth, the head emerges first, so it's impossible to tell whether the child is a boy or a girl until it is fully born. This seemingly unnecessary detail indicates that Rachel was having a feet-first breech birth. In Rachel's day, breech births commonly resulted in the death of the mother. Small details like this have often shown the Bible to be historically and scientifically correct. For CreationMomentsMinute.com, I'm Darren Marlar.
0: We're back here on the World Famous Cheeky Jaguar radio program. I know Frank Vernuccio is very, very busy, so we're going to get to him very quickly, get him on and get him off so he can get off to his other regular commitments today. Um, Frank, l- l- let's talk about the uh, situation tonight with Trump and Clinton and Kasich, and we're, we're, we're back to another primary and uh, uh, an- another big voting uh, night on Tuesday.
1: James, we are, but there is a huge story coming out of Virginia. Okay. Governor Governor Terry McAuliffe has he's a close friend of, of Hillary Clinton, with a stroke of a pen has created two hundred and six thousand more Democrat voters in the swing state of Virginia. <laughs> how, how did this happen? He signed an executive basically an executive order saying that ex felons. Who had been had their uh, their right to vote taken away because they committed murder, rape, armed robbery, assault, um, will now be able to vote again. Since Republicans, particularly in Virginia, are very strong on anti-crime and heavy sentencing, uh, all of those felons, for the most part, are expected to vote Democrat. So you have something approaching a fifth of a million more voters on the Democrat line in Virginia for Hillary Clinton come November. Or, of course, Bernie Sanders, should he beat Hillary Clinton?
0: That is amazing. That is just unfathomable.
1: It's being challenged because um, there's a question of whether the governor has the power to do this. Now, we've all seen those great old black and white films where the guy is being led to the death chamber and a letter from the governor with a pardon comes in. But this is a lot different. There's no dispute that a governor can pardon an individual for a particular crime, but what Governor McAuliffe of Virginia has done is basically eliminate punishment for a whole class of crimes, saying that all convicted felons, no matter who they are, pretty much no matter what they've done, uh, can go back to normal society with the right of the vote. By the way, he also said they can serve on jury duty as well, which kind of raises a lot of eyebrows. Do you really want an ex-con sitting on a jury. So this is something that that really is above the regular rough-and-tumble of politics, and I think it's going to get a lot of debate. The case might wind its way up all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court at some point, Um, but certainly creating a fifth of a million more voters for the Democratic Party at the stroke of a pen, that's amazing. And if anyone has any doubt where this was leading, well, at the announcement where McAuliffe let the people know that he was doing this, there was a left-wing group handing out, you guessed it, voter registration cards.
0: <laughs> we've got uh, Frank Bernuccio with us today. He joins us live 53 minutes after the hour. and uh, So so essentially we're going to just let anybody and everybody vote because, oh my God, we've got to elect Hillary.
1: Pretty much. I mean, And you have to look at this in light of what's going on with the opposition of the Democratic Party To voter ID, Uh, in a country that is being, where where registration rules have been proven to be very uh, out of date, where there's been numerous reports of illegal voting, and speaking of illegals, we have a lot of illegal immigrants coming into the country who are going to try to vote as well in many cases. Um, There is really a full court press trying to get as many people to the polls for the Democrat Party as they possibly can, no matter what the law says.
0: We've got the fabulous Frank Bernuccio with us today, 54 minutes after the hour, and, uh, he joins us live. In our next hour, we'll talk to Sonia Madison. And, uh, in our third and final hour, we'll talk to our, uh, two guys from Verona today here on our broadcast. Um, uh, Frank, the, uh, the, the, the other news is this Saudi Arabia situation. It seems that, you know, years and years ago, right around 9 11, um, every, that, there, there was a select group of people that were called conspiracy theorists. They were called hacks. They were called, you know, everything in the book because they said that, you know, Saudi Arabia had, had financed these terrorists. And now it's coming out that, yeah, everybody was right the whole time. What the hell do you make of all this? This is the craziest thing I've ever heard.
1: Well, the Saudi government has been notoriously insecure. And while the Saudi government probably had absolutely nothing to do with 9 yeah. 11, the fact of the matter is they tolerated the presence of terrorists on their soil. And their Wahhabi philosophy um, certainly has been the wellspring from which a lot of terrorism has grown. So while you're probably not going to find a direct connection between the Saudi government. You're going to see an allowance or tolerance of conditions that allow terrorism to foster and grow, and to eventually lead to the assault on the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and of course the one down airplane in Pennsylvania. Yes. So it's not going to be good for the Saudis at all, one way or the other, um, and it's just going to be another strain on the Saudi-U.S. relationship. Now, of course, the Saudis at this point are in a pretty precarious position. The new power in the Middle East, Iran, which has been greatly strengthened by its alliance with Russia and its uh, new acquisition of of long-range missiles, is a very threatening situation for the Saudis. They're going to need, frankly, all the friends that they could get, and that includes especially the United States. Interestingly enough, despite the adherence to the Wahhabi philosophy by the Saudi kingdom, it looks like another real ally that the Saudis are going to need is... Wait for it. it Israel.
0: <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that is, that is absolutely amazing. It is the uh, fantastic Frank Bernuccio. We're going to let him get on to his other commitments that he's got today. But, uh, Frank, uh, thanks for doing this, my friend, and we'll talk to you next week.
1: I look forward to
0: our next conversation. Definitely. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Frank. Frank Bernuccio with us today here on our big broadcast. We're going to take a break. Come back with more. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Great GoFundMe has been set up to pay for an IVF treatment to have a baby. A female veteran who suffered trauma while in the military cannot conceive through traditional methods. That's why they need to have the IVF treatments. Any help is very appreciated. GoFund.me slash X 8 zavg Let's tell you a little bit about these folks. They are absolutely amazing. We want to help this veteran become a mother. Female veteran was raped while on active duty. Was raped so badly that she was bleeding for two weeks. She went to the ER because of the bleeding and the stomach pains. Later found out that she caught an STD during the rape. However, she was still experiencing stomach pain and bleeding from the treatment of chlamydia. Her gyno conducted a lurespoke surgery and found that the cyst was ruptured. Forward to me, wanting to become a pregnant and wanting to to undergo several tests, she did the standard HGS test and found that many fallopian tubes were closed. The doctor suspected it was closed due to the STD and protected itself. Ten years, therefore, it had surgery to reopen the tubes. They've been trying for two years to become pregnant through IVF. They need this IVF treatment. Let's help them out today at GoFundMe.com slash XMV8ZAVG. We'll spell it for you. G O F U N D M E dot Z-O-M slash X-M-V, the number 8, Z-A-V-G. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide.
7: On today's Creation Moments Minute, get a whiff of a deadly and evil-smelling bird. This bird is as poisonous as the deadly poison dart frog of Central America. The poison produced by the hooded patoe is one of the most poisonous substances known. It is hundreds of times more poisonous than strychnine. The amount of poison in one bird can kill 500 mice. Those who believe in evolution maintain that the ability to produce the poison must have evolved twice. But it's not that simple. Not only did both bird and frog, half a world apart, have to evolve this unlikely ability twice, but they both had to evolve immunity to their own poison. Ultimately, evolution is a faith that's poisonous to Christianity because it makes death natural rather than a result of the first Adam's sin. And without the first Adam, there is no need for the second Adam, Jesus Christ. For creationmomentsminute.com, I'm Darren Marler.
3: Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program.
2: Raw and uncut, you
13: know how you do it. You know what Keeping it all the live.
3: Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had no
0: idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were But I didn't know that you were a wordsmith.
3: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267
4: 22 Jiggy. Daddy hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? must be <laughs> that uh, David Bruce song. Jiggy
5: Blake, it's all Jeff. It's a great day, man. Thanks so much for traveling on the show.
4: Presenting?
3: I'm,
5: I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a
0: few of my
3: tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours.
0: Welcome to hour number two of the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast. Live is live can get each and every Monday through Friday, 2 to 5 Central, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific, 1 to 4 Mountain Standard, and of course 24 7 at jiggyjaguar.com on the tune in apps and radio loyalty. Our brand new free app. That's right, iPhone is now included. Droid and. F- Anything. Check it out today. JiggyJaguar.us. Stream the show live 24 7 replay. Exclusive news and programming information. Selected editions available on iHeartRadio and AMFM 247.com. 50 plus AMFM stations in the big network. And our telephone number is 267 22JIGGY. On demand commercial free podcast are available on our website, com. $5 a month brings you our broadcast commercial-free. Let's tell you about one of our great new marketing partners here in hour number two, here on the big broadcast. This comes from Kickstarter. Check out Sugarbox Sundries, custom cakes, and creative confections. This is by Jenny and Donna. That's right, two best friends who make custom cakes and creative confections, including unique caramel and personalized lollipops. Oh, yeah, it's a great new project. They're available at Kickstarter.com K I C K S T A R T E R.com. Search Sugarbox Sundries, Custom Cakes, and Creative Confections. They're a dynamic, dynamic duo, by the way, of North County, San Diego. They've been best friends for over a decade, and while they both have the unusual day jobs to pay the bills. One is an accountant, the other is a funeral director. Their true passion has always been the sweet stuff. They've worked for months developing what would become unique, soft, caramel flavors, attempting to take traditional flavor and put a modern spin on it. Some of their most popular are the sake and sesame, maple, bourbon, pecan. That's right, Christmas cookies, honey lavender, lemongrass ginger. They've got a lot of stuff going on. Check it out today over there at kickstarter.com, K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Sugarbox Sundries, Custom Cakes, and Creative Confections, and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide.
10: This call is now being recorded.
13: Hi,
0: good morning how are you doing well thanks good morning <laughs> tell us a little bit about uh, the topic
1: this morning
10: well I'm veterinarian dr. Karen Fling, and I uh, am a practitioner in Dallas and uh, I'm joined with my
14: colleague here and we're both part of what's called cap C Rick I'm Rick Merinson my practice is in Longwood Florida and we're both members of the Animal Parasite Council, which is a group of practicing veterinarians, veterinary parasitologists, and public health officials. And our job is to help set protocols and policies for the testing, treatment, and prevention of parasites in our companion animals.
0: You guys are surrounded by parasites. I feel like I'm surrounded by parasites. But actually, parasites I'm surrounded with are pretending to be people. However, uh,
11: let's <laughs> get back into
15: get it with you guys. <laughs>
0: Now, now tell us us a little bit about uh, what you guys do and and why you're with us today. Well, we're we're
10: both very passionate about protecting pets and their families. And uh, one of the the big pieces of news is that the Companion Animal Parasite Council has just released our annual forecast map, and what these maps are is a... um, series of information pieces that tell us that really the threat of ticks and mosquitos and heartworm and Lyme disease are a very big risk across the country this year
0: now uh, how do we how do we uh, combat some of this
14: So the important parts that we want to get across across to your listeners today, three things. Number one, uh, make sure that you are seeing your local veterinarian. They're going to be the expert for what is prevalent in your area, for what you are most at risk of. Number two, make sure that your animals are being tested. Very, very important that you get these diseases detected early, because if they exist and you have to get into treatment, the earlier we know there's a problem, the better. So annual testing is important. And most most importantly is that there are very, very safe, very economical medications that the animals should stay on on a year-round basis that can prevent most of these parasites. So we want to keep ticks off of the animals because there's a lot of tick-borne diseases that they they can be susceptible to. We want to stop heartworm disease, which is carried by mosquitoes. And then there's a long list of intestinal parasites that can all be prevented through the use of regular medications.
0: Now, uh, give us a little bit more details here. Where where, where can we go for more information? Is there any websites? How how, how do we get
1: involved?
14: So we have a great resource. The Companion Animal Parasite Council has the website, petsandparasites.org. That's petsandparasites.org. This is CAPC's consumer-friendly website, where you can have access to our predictive maps. You can get access to information about the diseases and the ways to prevent them. You know, exactly what you can do about the parasites that you have around you at the station, James, I don't know. But certainly we can help you protect your pets. (laughs) Petsandparasites.org.
0: Awesome stuff. Well, you guys have yourself a wonderful day. Thanks for being with us today.
14: Thanks so much. Thank you.
0: The filmmaking dream is alive and well. Check out the Kickstarter campaign for Jeremy Cathy's animal movie. And join in the fun before time runs out. This is going to be an indie film unlike anything you've seen before. And the story behind it is years in the making. Check out Kickstarter.com. Search Animal Movie. That's dot rcom Search Animal Movie. And tell them you heard about it here on the program. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out GoFundMe.com. Slash gqgwen 3 R-D-A-L-B-U-M. These folks are absolutely amazing. They're a brand new marketing partner with us today. G-Quinn's third album and short film is now being funded. For more information, check out G-Quinn at gquinnmusic.com. Target time to complete the fundraiser is the middle of June of 2016. These folks are doing some amazing work, and funds will be used to produce a short film, Cross Examination, inspired by the album. Support the completion of this project. See it come to life. Folks have been donating like crazy over there. We want you to continue to help them out. Check out c o m slash g q u i N-N, the number three, R-D-A-L-B-U-M. That's right, it's an incredible new project. And support them today. G. Quinn's third album and short film. And brought to you by Transmedia Worldwide stupendous new marketing partner with us today at transmedia worldwide gun chase is a gun and outdoors related business directory if you are a gun or outdoors related business you can submit your free listing by going to www.gunchase.com we also do business spotlight interviews and publish them online. If you're a gun or outdoors enthusiast, you're going to find their website helpful in finding businesses which will interest you. Check it out today. It's gunchase.com. That's G-U-N-C-H-A-S-E dot com. Find them on Instagram, gunchase. Also on Twitter, Gun underscore Chase. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Check out gunchase.com for the gun enthusiasts.
14: This is Attorney Advertising. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision. Should not be based solely upon advertising. Kirkos and Brad Honnold are responsible for the content of this advertisement.
9: Attention women. If you had a transvaginal mesh, bladder mesh, pelvic sling, or bladder sling implanted for pelvic organ prolapse or stress urinary incontinence and suffered serious injuries or complications, please call 800-625-0379 now as you may be entitled to a cash award. If you've had a mesh or sling device implanted and suffered serious injuries or complications such as device removal or replacement surgery call 800-625-0379 now for a free consultation one manufacturer has offered to pay 830 million dollars to women harmed by these products if you had a transvaginal mesh bladder mesh pelvic sling or bladder sling implant and suffered serious injuries or complications please call 800-625-0379 now cases are being settled right now so call 800-625-0379 that's 800-625-0379
7: On today's Creation Moments Minute, find out why high self-esteem may not be such a good thing. Popular psychology has for years declared that troubled young people, especially those who become violent, suffer from low self-esteem. But three studies in recent years came to the exact opposite conclusion. Young people who become violent have too much self-esteem. One study, for instance, found that high self-esteem is prevalent among prisoners convicted of rape, murder, assault, armed robbery, and similar crimes. Their self-esteem was higher than the general population. The researchers involved in this study pointed out that the primary focus of prison research Rehabilitation is on building self esteem. This, they concluded, is definitely the wrong approach since such people already have an inflated view of themselves. The Bible warns against narcissism. Many of the problems in our society today are undoubtedly the result of this condition. For CreationMomentsMinute.com, I'm Darren Marlar.
3: To the Cheeky Jaguar Radio Show on the network.
0: There we are. It's like I've done this before. Welcome back to the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Program. Thanks for tuning in to the big program and the big broadcast from the KJ Radio Studios in Massachusetts, Kansas, Monday through Friday, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 p.m. Mountain Standard. And, of course, 24-7 at CheekyJaguar.com on the TuneIn apps and radio loyalty. Our brand-new free Droid app is available in the App Store, us if you want to find it. Selected editions will be available on iHeartRadio, 50 plus AM FM stations, in the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. Our telephone number is two six seven two two 22JIGGY. On demand, commercial free podcast, $5 a month from our homepage. It's red right linked on the homepage at jiggyjaguar.com. The Jiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast, brought to you by our fabulous friends, B.L. Blackwood, is raising funds on Indiegogo to publish a poetry pocketbook titled Found with Flowers, a Pocket Book of Posey. One in ten books will be donated to free book exchanges like Little Free Library. And 90% of the proceeds from the book sales will go to support any other art indie artists. That's right, he's helping artists out there. If you want to help keep the spirit of poetry alive, search for Found With Flowers and Indiegogo. Or check it out at igg.me slash at slash foundwithflowers slash Slash 13461360. That's Indiegogo.com. Found with flowers. And tell them, you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Right now. Our next big segment here on our big program. Right now.
10: This call is now being recorded.
0: We are back here on our world famous Judy Check White Radio program with Joan Pack. And uh, Joan, tell us a little bit on your background.
16: Okay, my background is I've been in corporate uh business management for over 20 years and decided to uh stop that drop that at the end of 2009 and began writing uh my book.
0: Now, uh you've got and you've got an you've got an incredible book out there. Tell us a little bit about this book.
16: This book is called Prime Threat Shattering the Power of Addiction. And Ashley an is written with my son, who died in 2005, and um, it is a book uh, where he shares his lifetimes of addiction. He answers the questions that I wanted to find out. For instance, you know, how did it get to this point to overdose and die? Uh, what would have made a difference? What are you doing now to clear your addictions? But I think the beauty of the book is really uh, understanding ourselves as energy and how we create um, our own ways of living. Um, we have, I mean, the curse and the blessing of living as a human is that we have free will and choice. <laughs> and sometimes that's good and sometimes it's not so good. <laughs> so um, it's a great book. It's inspiring. Uh, it's not... Uh, sad, it's uh, really kind of exciting to find out what he shares with us and how he, as a child, brought in addiction. So he was born with addiction. Um, so it's an exciting book, a different way of looking at it. The Western philosophy of addiction, it's a disease. The, the spiritual philosophy is that it is a dis-ease in living. And so it's nice to have both uh, the male-female, the Western-Eastern philosophies of um, addiction.
0: We've got Joan Peck with us today. She joins us live here in our program talking a little bit about her book. Tell us a little bit about the writing process for the book.
16: The writing process, actually, for me, James, because I was, writing it also with a channeler. I get messages from my son, but I went to a friend of mine who is a registered channeler. She does, um, you know, work like that, and she was able to bring him in as well. So for me, it was very much a healing experience, but uh, an experience that gave me information that I needed to understand before I could even write the book. So it has taken me eight years to write this book, um, to write it in a form that's simple so other people could understand it as well. When you read something, some of the things that he shares with us, you really need to open your mind and your heart. And um, I needed to understand more about the spiritual aspect of energy. It's a book that uh, I found, um, Easy to write in some ways because I was so curious about it. So um, And then, of course, like many people, uh, I wrote way too much. So then, so then it took me uh, time to uh, reduce it down to uh, a, a sizable uh, book that would be not so uh, difficult to
0: read. We've got Joan that Peck with us sense. today. She joins us live here in our program, coast-to-coast Coast, and border-to-border border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalties, Stitcher, and, of course, the brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. Um, talk to us a little bit about uh, the legacy here.
16: The legacy of um, – in, in, in what, what aspects, James? I'm not sure. I know what as, as, far as,
0: as far as you using uh, everything to write the book.
16: Well, I to write the book and the legacy of it is I had to really open myself up to um, be able or willing to share what I've learned. So the legacy of the book is to um, be more comfortable with myself and to uh, be able to share with others uh, part of my life and Jay's life that... Um, that would help others and not worry about what 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 other people thought about it. So I'm not necessarily attached to the outcome, if that makes sense. Uh, people will take from it what resonates with them and they'll be able to leave what doesn't. But I really believe that we are in a time of living where people want to understand more about themselves as energy and the power that they have individually. I mean, we have power to uh, change the world just by living a good life and and by sending out love and that energy. We've got more power than we ever thought would be possible, I think, for most of us.
0: We've got Joan Peck with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone talking a little bit about her latest book. And uh, uh, take me through the, uh, the, the the production process and who your target audience is for this great book.
16: All right. The production process is uh, that I Am With Motivational Press, and they do a fabulous job of um, getting your cover done and your layout and helping you promote the book. Um, they are a wonderful company. My other three books I self-published, so I was happy to work with them uh, because they are more experienced than I as far as publishing. Um, the uh, the I forgot what you said. What what else you asked me, James? I'm
0: sorry. Who's your target audience?
16: My target audience is basically. Um, you know you hate to say everybody, but we all have uh, somebody we know who is addicted, whether it's ourselves, a person in the family, or um, somebody that we know that is and has um, has had problems with addiction. every hour, two people in the United States overdose, so most of us are aware of addiction, and even if we're not, we're still affected by it when we have our things uh, stolen. You know, lots of times people need the money for drugs, so they may steal something and it may be something you don't even know that would uh, affect you that way. But the main target uh, market for me, the market target is um, parents. Parents of children who have, uh, or even uh, an adult, who have lost a loved one due to addiction.
0: Joan Peck with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast, Coast to Coastal, Border to Border, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and, of course, the brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store and JiggyJaguar.us. Joan Peck has a fantastic, fantastic book, and she joins us today here on our program. Uh, What do you want readers to take away from your writing?
16: I want readers to understand the power that they have to make the change or changes they need to make to live a life of love to live a life that is full of ease and grace and to really understand that it is a privilege for us to be here on earth at this time and to be in this energy. This is the energy where we have uh, the ability to have all of our senses. We can taste, we can feel, we can do all of the senses. So it really is a fabulous place to be. Right now, society has created it to be difficult. We're in the lower dimensions and it's the lower third dimension that where addiction can thrive. So the takeaway is that just by raising your thoughts, your words, and your actions to one of those of kindness and love, you can not only live a good life yourself, but you can create a whole different feeling among all of us. We're all connected. We all are birthed from the same power. We're unique because of our experiences and the way we look at life or our filters of life. But we have the power to change the world, even if it's minuscule. You do, James, I do. We all have that power. And to realize it isn't going to take a lot of effort on our part to live in the higher energies of love.
0: Joan Peck joins us today here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Boulder. On tune in iTunes, early a Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course a brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. Tell us about some of the different reviews and uh, different things you've gotten in the book so far.
16: I have gotten some great reviews. And I've gotten some reviews, you know, thank you, a lot of, uh, a lot of us who have lost a, a child or who have particularly a child to, uh, addiction feel guilty. Here we are, we're the parent, we're supposed to be protecting our children and guiding them and yet we see them, uh, make poor choices over and over again and we have no influence over them. So it is really a, uh, a book that, um, can alleviate the sense of guilt to understand that Uh, Everybody has their own journey, and to allow people to have their own journey. That means that if you see something wrong, particularly with your children or things that aren't to their highest good, certainly, you know, mention it, and and if they're young enough, then you make the house rules and have them follow it. But everyone is on their own journey. We have no idea what we wanted to learn this lifetime, uh, what different uh, things, I believe, that we come in with lessons to learn. So we never know where somebody is is working, what somebody is working on, and where they're headed. So the only thing we can do is allow them their journey, surround them with love, and pray that that, that things work out okay. Because we we can't we can't control
6: anyone.
0: We've got Joan Peck with us today. She joins us live. Tell us about the. Uh, how we can pick up the book and what's next for you as an author?
16: You can go to Amazon.com under Joan F. Peck. You'll see all my books. They are in both ebook today. For all of your listeners, if they go to Amazon.com and search for Prime Sweat Shattering the Power of Addiction, they can get my ebook for 99 cents. And it's a great value, and um, I am delighted to offer this. We've
0: got Joan Peck with us today. She joins us. You go, didn't mean to catch up. Go ahead, Joan. Didn't mean to catch up.
16: Okay. And my next thing that I'm working on is a uh, mystery book. <laughs> I'm stepping away from spiritual for uh, just to have this fun book that I'm working on.
11: Well, tell us about this book.
16: Well, this book is is called The Death Card. So um, it's kind of fun and uh, funky, and it it should be out by next year. And um, I was hoping to have it out this year, but that's not going to happen. So um, next year. So I'll let
0: you know. Joan Peck with us today. Before we let you go, Joan, how do we find you online and social media and all that fun stuff?
16: You find me under my name, Joan Peck, and Joan S. Peck is my author page for Facebook. Um, you certainly can uh email me if anyone's interested, and that is JoanPeck39 at gmail. So that's J-O-A-N-P-E-C-K-39 at gmail.com. Well, thanks for being
1: with us. Have yourself a wonderful day, Joan. The
0: filmmaking dream is alive and well. Check out the Kickstarter campaign for Jeremy Cathy's Animal Movie. And join in the fun before time runs out. This is going to be an indie film unlike anything you've seen before. And the story behind it is years in the making. Check out Kickstarter.com. Search Animal Movie. That's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Animal Movie. And tell them you heard about it here on the program. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out GoFundMe.com slash GQGwen3RDALBUM. These folks are absolutely amazing. They're a brand new marketing partner with us today. G Quinn's third album and short film is now being funded. For more information, check out G Quinn at GQuinnMusic.com. Target time to complete the fundraiser is the middle of June of 2016. These folks are doing some amazing work, and funds will be used to produce a short film, Cross-Examination, inspired by the album. Support the completion of this project. See it come to life. Folks have been donating like crazy over there. We want you to continue to help them out. Check out gofundme.com slash G-Q-U-I N-N, the number three, R-D-A-L-B-U-M. Oh, that's right, it's an incredible new project. And support them today. G. Quinn's third album and short film. And brought to you by Transmedia Worldwide stupendous new marketing partner with us today at transmedia worldwide gun chase is a gun and outdoors related business directory if you are a gun or outdoors related business you can submit your free listing by going to www.gunchase.com we also do business spotlight interviews and publish them online. If you're a gun or outdoors enthusiast, you're going to find their website helpful in finding businesses which will interest you. Check it out today. It's gunchase.com. That's G-U-N-C-H-A-S-E dot com. Find them on Instagram, gunchase, Also on Twitter, Gun underscore Chase. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Check out gunchase.com for the gun enthusiasts.
14: This is Attorney Advertising. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision. Should not be based solely upon advertising. Kirkos and Brad Honold are responsible for the content of this advertisement.
9: Attention women. If you had a transvaginal mesh, bladder mesh, pelvic sling, or bladder sling implanted for pelvic organ prolapse or stress urinary incontinence and suffered serious injuries or complications, please call 800-625-0379 now as you may be entitled to a cash award. If you've had a mesh or sling device implanted and suffered serious injuries or complications such as device removal or replacement surgery call 800-625-0379 now for a free consultation one manufacturer has offered to pay 830 million dollars to women harmed by these products if you had a transvaginal mesh bladder mesh pelvic sling or bladder sling implant and suffered serious injuries or complications please call 800-625-0379 now cases are being settled right now so call 800-625-0379 that's 800-625-0379
7: The Archerfish has a unique way of making a living. This is the Creation Moments Minute. When the yellow-and-black striped Archerfish finds a tasty-looking insect, he shoots an accurately-aimed stream of water at his prey, knocking the insect into the water. Before the insect has a chance to recover, the Archerfish has eaten him and is looking for dessert. By placing his tongue against a deep groove in his mouth, the archerfish creates a virtual blowpipe. By compressing his gills, he then forces pressurized water through the pipe. The rounded tip of the tongue acts as a valve so the fish can shoot a few small bursts or one long stream of water in his prey. The archerfish seldom misses if his prey is within four feet. This simple but elegant arrangement is certainly a testimony to a wise and skillful creator. For Creation Moments Minute, I'm Darren Marlar.
9: Talk
3: with Jiggy right now at 267-22-JIGGY or email JiggyJaguar at JiggyJaguar.com Welcome back to our
0: big broadcast coast-to-coast and border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, or Radio Loyalty Stitcher, of course, Fifty plus AM/FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well. AM/FM twenty-four-seven dot. Find us on Spreaker as well. And our brand new free Droid app is available at JiggyJaguar.us. Stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news, programming information, selected editions, as I mentioned, on iHeartRadio, 50-plus AM FM stations in our network, on-demand, commercial-free podcasts are available on our website at JiggyJaguar.com. Before we get into our next segment here in our broadcast, let's tell you about one of our fantastic brand-new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. An amazing Amazing new marketing partner with us today. It's a great new Indiegogo campaign. I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Never watch a bad movie anymore. Never discover your next awesome film. With completely personalized, superb movie recommendations. Uh, That's right. This is an amazing new crowdfunding campaign. Flix. Tree helps you discover your next awesome film that you'd love to watch. We decided to make FlixTree as a result of our personal pains. Whenever we'd decide to rent or download a movie, we'd spend a good 30 to 45 minutes just to decide that one movie that we'd like to watch. And even then, not necessarily, the decided film... Was per our liking. We realized there's no search process, though, which we could experience awesome movie discoveries. While searching, we'd either come across the uh, same set of popular movies through the manual genre lookups or ask friends, or would already need to know a few movies that we'd like to watch and things of that nature. This is an amazing Indiegogo campaign. Check out I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Search never watch a bad movie anymore, never, and tell them, you heard about it here, transmedia worldwide. This call is now being recorded. Beate Shalit with us today here on our broadcast, she's the author of The Women's Code and Happy Woman, Happy World, she's with us today, she's a nationally known gender decoder, and uh, the topic today, is this a problem men created, we're talking about gender inequality, and uh, she joins us today here on our broadcast. How are you, Beyond?
12: I'm very good. Well, what an exciting topic we have to discuss today.
0: Well, uh, first of all, why is this not just a woman's issue? It's a men's issue as well.
12: Well, you know, because uh, it's a men's issue because, number one, it is um, we are in work environments where uh, that were created by men for men so if we want to change the inequality to equality then we need to get the men involved and do their part so um the second thing is because uh, equality is really important for the financial bottom lines so we need to make sure that we get the men on board to help and fix it because why did men not even ever think about that there's also women that are affected by this?
0: Beyonce Shalit with us today here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on in, iTunes, and Real Loyalty and iHeartRadio. Can, can men do
12: more? Yes, men can and should do more because, number one, most of the, you know, positions or so the numbers show that, um, 98% of CEOs are men. Numbers show that 87%, uh, somewhere between 75 and 87% of uh, upper-level executives are men. So they are the majority. So in order for us to change this, we need the men to now say, listen, I have daughters. This is not a problem that's that's remote from me. I want my daughters to have these same opportunities because every man I know raises their daughters just the same way they raise their sons, which is you can be anything and you can do anything you want. So we need people in power position to actually change that. So the biggie really is, I think that that's really the big game changer, James is that when we when we shift the conversation from, this is not about some other woman somewhere, right? But this is about, are you okay to tell your daughter that you didn't do your part?
0: Why aren't men doing more about it?
12: Um, that is because I think that men really don't know what to do. If... Men knew that um, there was a a way to fix this quickly. So I just saw this article in the paper on the weekend, and it said that there is a um, in California. There's an initiative that gives tax incentives to um, to people that are in 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 technology, and they're doing this for the purpose that they want to create high-paying jobs in you know, in California. And so the question that becomes, we have the incentives. We know we need it. We have the numbers. So why can't we not figure out what to do about it? And that's really sort of this next step is that now we need to collaborate on a much, much larger level and say, hey, we actually need to put programs into place that help us to change this by, companies sponsoring women's events by companies actively promoting gender uh, equality and diversity.
1: Now,
0: how is is this question uh, revolving around the election currently?
12: Well, I think a lot of it has something to do with the election because um, we have Hillary Clinton, and Hillary Clinton is a... You know, it's, it's, it's really like the only women, woman candidate she's running right now. So we are talking about, first of all, why are there, you know, why are we not supporting the women as much as we do the men, even if they're more qualified? And then the next question is, why is there only one woman even, you know, currently running? There is definitely a lot of inequality. And when we do have a woman as a president, this whole thing is certainly going to change.
0: You wrote an article recently that we've got posted on our website at JiggyJaguar.com about why women and men should not be treated equally. Tell us a little bit about that.
12: So the equality issue, isn't that an awesome title, by the way, to say men and women shouldn't be treated equal? It's because we are not the same. So equal would mean that you get five blue marbles, I get five five blue marbles. So in business if I talk about equality, um, it would then mean we would put in the same amount of hours, we would put we get the same amount of money, so that would be equal. But the issue is that women have different needs than men do because we are still having children. And one of the things that I really, James, that that always flabbergasts me is on how unbelievably unprepared we are when it comes to the fact that women have children. I mean, it's like somebody just figured this one out and said, oh my God, she's having a baby. What do we do now? Because women have kids and because we as a society need to have women to continue to have children, otherwise we really all in trouble for our future. So we want to actively support that. But why can we not give women what women need, not what has worked for men? So the equality issue isn't really about, is it five marbles? It could be five pink marbles and five blue marbles or five red and five yellow ones. It is the question about what would be the equivalent be for a woman to have the same kind of equal opportunity, equal chances as a man does. And it is not the exact same thing. So I, you know, in the Women's Code, and I wrote a book called Happy Woman, Happy World, I talk about that women leadership is not the same as men's, the the male leadership. And I talk about that women should not be treated like men or like a lesser version of men, but that we have to establish that there are women, and this is what women need, and this is how women lead, and here's men, and this is what men need, and this is how men lead. And now we can, you know, compare sort of what can be compared.
0: Well, uh, before we let you go, how do we find you online, connect with you, all that stuff?
12: You can uh, go to uh, beateschillette.com, that's B-E-A-T-E-C-H-E-L-E-T-T-E.com, or just simply do a search for the women's code. And you can also go to Amazon and get my book, Happy Woman, Happy World, as an e-book, audio book, or as a printed copy.
0: Well, I appreciate the time. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for doing this today.
12: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Appreciate it. The filmmaking dream is alive and well. Check out the Kickstarter campaign for Jeremy Cathy's Animal Movie. And join in the fun before time runs out. This is going to be an indie film unlike anything you've seen before. And the story behind it is years in the making. Check out Kickstarter.com. Search Animal Movie. That's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Animal Movie. And tell them you heard about it here on the program. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out GoFundMe.com slash GQGwen3RDALBUM. These folks are absolutely amazing. They're a brand new marketing partner with us today. G. Quinn's third album and short film is now being funded. For more information, check out G. Quinn at GQuinnMusic.com. Target time to complete the fundraiser is the middle of June of 2016. These folks are doing some amazing work, and funds will be used to produce a short film, Cross Examination, inspired by the album. Support the completion of this project. See it come to life. Folks have been donating like crazy over there. We want you to continue to help them out. Check out gofundme.com slash g q u i N-N, the number three, R-D-A-L-B-U-M. Oh, that's right, it's an incredible new project. And support them today. G-Quinn's third album and short film. And brought to you by Transmedia Worldwide stupendous new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Gun Chase is a gun and outdoors-related business directory. If you are a gun or outdoors-related business, you can submit your free listing by going to www.gunchase.com. We also do business spotlight interviews and publish them online. If you're a gun or outdoors enthusiast, you're going to find their website helpful in finding businesses which will interest you. Check it out today. It's gunchase.com. That's G-U-N-C-H-A-S-E dot com. Find them on Instagram, gunchase, Also on Twitter, Gun underscore Chase. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Check out gunchase.com for the gun enthusiasts.
14: This is Attorney Advertising. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision. Should not be based solely upon advertising. Kurt and Brad Honold are responsible for the content of this advertisement.
9: Attention, women. If you had a transvaginal mesh, bladder mesh, pelvic sling, or bladder sling implanted for pelvic organ prolapse or stress urinary incontinence and suffered serious injuries or complications, please call 800-625-0379 now as you may be entitled to a cash award. If you've had a mesh or sling device implanted and suffered serious injuries or complications such as device removal or or replacement surgery call 800-625-0379 now for a free consultation one manufacturer has offered to pay 830 million dollars to women harmed by these products if you had a transvaginal mesh bladder mesh pelvic sling or bladder sling implant and suffered serious injuries or complications please call 800-625-0379 now cases are being settled right now so call 800-625-0379 that's 800-625-0379
0: That's what happens when the quintessential power goes down. It is the world-famous Jiggy Checkwire radio program. Coast to coast, to border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. <laughs> find us on the Facebook. And uh, find us through our brand-new app, Jiggycheckwire.us. Stream the show live, 24-7 replay. Exclusive news and programming information all available on our app. And jiggycheckwire.us. We are going to try to get some things figured out. Uh, We are going to play some Anthony Gomes Because that is the best thing I can do I try to get this figured out Got more coming up
4: Bluebird Outside my window know, singing in the rain, you keep me up all night, you ain't the sign that things are
6: gonna be alright, ever since the day that she's been gone, you've been singing your
0: We've got Don Mazzella, Dan Perkins, and Emilio coming up here in a few moments.
3: Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program. Raw and uncut. Jiggy Jag. You know how you do it.
0: You know what I'm saying? Keeping
2: it all the way live.
3: Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas.
1: Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I have
0: no idea. <laughs> I, loved I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't
1: know that you were a wordsmith.
3: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. Two six seven. 22
2: Jiggy. Daddy
5: buddy. Hey Jiggy,
4: what's
3: happening, man? Must <laughs> be
5: that uh saw Blake, it's all It's a great name, man. thanks for having me on the show. Presented. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh see a few of my tricks shots there. Thanks very much.
3: Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours.
0: Welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. It's a Monday edition. Thanks for tuning in to the KJag Radio Studios in downtown of Kansas, where live as live can get Monday through Friday, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 BM Mountain Standard. And, of course, 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com. On the TuneIn apps and radio loyalty, our premium podcast is available for $5 a month at JiggyJaguar.info. Selected editions will appear on iHeartRadio, 50-plus AM FM stations in the Jiggy Jaguar radio network. And our telephone number is 267-22-J-I-G-G-Y. We've got a fantastic guest we're going to get to here in just a few moments here on our big broadcast. We've got on the telephone the author of Stroke Victor, How to Go from Stroke Victim to Stroke Victor. Bob Mantel is going to be with us here in a few moments. But let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. It's a fantastic Indiegogo campaign. You need to check this out. It's Housing for Disabled Individuals. It's available at Indiegogo.com. They are going to be providing affordable housing for people with disabilities. You can be part of the community and living as independently as possible are among the most important values and goals shared by people with disabilities and their families and their advocates. A home of one's own, either rented or owned, is the cornerstone of independence for people with disabilities. However, across the U.S., People with disabilities, including people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, the IDD, face a severe housing crisis. And we've got some incredible folks helping out at Indiegogo.com. Search housing for disabled individuals. That's I N D I E G O G O.com. And tell them you heard about it here. Old Transmedia Worldwide. We're going to go to the telephones. We've got a great guest on the line. Bob Mandel is going to be with us here in just a few moments. He has a fantastic, fantastic book. It's called Stroke Victor. How to go from stroke victim to stroke victor. And Bob is with us on the telephone. Bob, tell us a little bit about why you decided to write this book.
13: Well, you know, uh, how you doing? I uh, Pretty good, actually. Okay. I'm here. Uh, yes, indeed. What I did, uh, two years ago, my wife and I went to Australia. And uh, when I got back, my, one of my best friends said to me, and he was a distinguished professor at the University of Michigan, he said, Bob, you have to write a book to inspire people. How did you go from a nursing home to Australia and New Zealand? And that will inspire people to, you know, to want to uh, get over there, go over, get over their stroke problems, rehabilitate themselves. And so two years ago, I started part-time writing this book. Uh, I joined a couple writers' groups, and I took a uh, virtual boot camp online for three days, and now we have this book. <laughs> it's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble.
0: We've, we've got a great guest with us today. Bob Mendel joins us here on the broadcast talking about his incredible, incredible new book about strokes. Now, um, what was the writing process like for you, my friend?
13: Well, the writing process was very interesting because I'm, I'm a first-time author, I was, so I've never written a book. So the first thing I did, I did this uh, virtual boot camp for three days. That told me about writing. And it also told me about self-publishing. Um, but then uh, I joined two writers' groups in Naples, Florida, where I live. And the writers' groups were every week you had to write something, and then the group would critique it. So it wasn't just talking about writing. It was actually doing the writing, and that helped me get my writing a little more focused. And uh, then I just kept going. And then at one point I hired an editor, and she edited it, but then I realized the book wasn't done. I had more things to add. So kept going and going and going. And uh along the way through the writers' groups, I found the publisher, and he said to me, look, Bob, you can't write a memoir. This is not a memoir. This is a how-to book, how to get better. And, you know, you we, we were sitting in Starbucks, and I said, just telling him about the, some of the unusual things that I did and little-known things I did to get better. Um, he said, this is a how-to book, and I'll, I'll publish a how-to book for you. And you have to know about my... Uh, my background, my background uh, 19 years ago, I had a stroke, and I was uh, in a nursing home,
1: incontinent,
13: uh, unable to think, uh, unable to speak, uh, paralyzed, and uh, pretty bad shape. And so they shipped me off to a nursing home for three and a half months uh, to do some rehab. But I was a very, very sick person, and as I say, when the uh, speech therapist came and did an evaluation of me the first time, I remember that. He gave me a three-word sentence, a real simple sentence, like "I love you," and I couldn't say three words. I couldn't remember. I, I couldn't remember the three words. I, I I did remember two words, but I couldn't get out the third word. That's when I realized just how sick I was. But uh, but I I thought this is all in the book and the process I used to write the book um, was very interesting.
0: We've got a great guest with us today. Bob Mandel joins us. Stroke Victor, how to go from stroke victim to stroke victor. And He's with us today. This is a practical book covering such post-stroke subjects as diet, fitness, travel, and yes, sex in straightforward language, sometimes poignant, often funny. Now, Bob, with with, with this book, uh, let's focus on the fitness part of it. Uh, what were some of the different things that, that you included in the book uh, about uh, stroke fitness? Sure.
13: Well, first thing is, is I work out, or I try to work out every single day. Uh, and frankly, about one day a week, life gets in my way, and I don't don't manage to do it. But I try. But what I do, uh, first thing is, I talk about when you look at a fitness center. When when I'm in a, when I'm in the fitness center working out, and I see people walking through the fitness center, they're all looking at the at the lockers and they're looking at the machines from a distance. But when you're disabled, if you've had a stroke, probably disabled you need to get on the machines and figure out which machines you could use and then figure out what other equipment you can use and that's very different and some of the differences are i use a recumbent bike and i always have my foot strapped in because i don't have much feeling in my right foot so you need in my estimation you need to around with uh, with the strap and make sure you can handle it. Otherwise, every time you come to the fitness center, you have to go up to the, to the people in the front and have them adjust your straps for you. Though know you can do it, and I've done it, I really don't like doing that kind of thing. So I suggest that people walk around, carefully, slowly, plan lots of times, try the different machines, just to see what you can handle and what you can't handle. And for me, recumbent bike is a big thing. The second thing I look for in a fitness center is a stretching uh, table. Not, not many fitness, every fitness center has a stretching area, but most of them are on the floor. But you have to get down to the floor. Well, a person with a stroke often has trouble getting down to a, transferring down to a floor and then worse, getting back up. So I like a table where I could just sit down, stretch out on it, and, and do my stretches. stretching is very important in stroke because a lot of the therapy is actually physical therapy is actually the physical therapist is stretching your your muscles get them back and working for you so those are two things that i do in the fitness center that are really important um i also do some weights but i suggest people start at a very uh, low level like two pounds go slow go easy when i started on the recumbent bike i was only doing two or three minutes a day but i gradually worked up so now i do about 20 minutes a day and also nothing wrong with stopping halfway through pulling yourself together and then getting yourself going again so i do that now, recently i've got myself over 20 minutes but i stop in about 10 minutes i take a little breather then i start up again second time so i've got a full 20 minutes um and I just, but I thought, I started at a very low level when I started out. And again, I suggest people do that. Um, one of the things that I believe in is you have to go when you're recovering from stroke is one step at a time. Yeah. One step yep. at a time when you have fitness is just that. You do two minutes for a week. And then maybe
1: you do two and a half minutes.
13: Then maybe you go three. And it's kind of a game you, you play with yourself. Just, can I do three? And, you know, don't, yeah. you don't have to jump to four. You got four next
0: week. Well, I'll tell you the, the the book is fantastic. You can pick it up at Amazon. It's called Stroke Victor How to Go From Stroke Victim to Stroke Victor. The author, Bob Mandel, with us today. Bob, thanks for being on with us today and really educating us on this. And uh, congratulations on the success of the book, my friend.
13: Well, thank you very much. My pleasure. Good luck to everybody.
0: Definitely. Appreciate it, Bob. Bob Mandel with us today. We're going to come out back with Rick Brava. Coming up. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Great GoFundMe has been set up to pay for an IVF treatment to have a baby. A female veteran who suffered trauma while on the military cannot conceive through traditional methods. That's why they need to have the IVF treatments. Any help is very appreciated. Gofund.me slash XMV8ZAVG. Let's tell you a little bit about these folks. They are absolutely amazing. We want to help this veteran become a mother. Female veteran was raped while on active duty was raped so badly that she was bleeding for two weeks. She went to the ER because of the bleeding and the stomach pains. Later found out that she caught an STD during the rape. However, she was still experiencing stomach pain and bleeding from the treatment of chlamydia. Her gyno conducted a lurespoke surgery and found that the cyst was ruptured. Forward to me, wanting to become a pregnant and wanting to start to undergo several tests. She did the standard HGS test and found that many fallopian tubes were closed. The doctor suspected it was closed due to the STD and protected itself. Ten years, therefore, it had surgery to reopen the tubes. They've been trying for two years to become pregnant through IVF. They need this IVF treatment. Let's help them out today at GoFundMe.com slash XMV8ZAVG. We'll spell it for you. G O F U N D M E dot Z-O-M slash XMV, the number 8, Z-A-V-G. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide.
7: Did the scientists of Darwin's time accept the theory of evolution? Find out on today's Creation Moments Minute. Some of the most influential scientists of Darwin's day were hostile to Darwinian evolution. Though Adam Sedgwick taught field geology to Darwin, he flatly rejected Darwin's theory. After reading Darwin's book, he wrote to Darwin that parts of it were completely false and filled him with sorrow. Astronomer Sir John Herschel also rejected Darwin's theory. A fellow of the prestigious Royal Society, he called Darwinian evolution the law of higgledy-piggledy. Evolution claims that life developed spontaneously by time and chance, but Louis Pasteur was motivated to prove that life only... Comes from life. James Clerk Maxwell strongly opposed Darwinian evolution. Ironically, it was the churchmen of Darwin's time who embraced Darwinian evolution. This illustrates how a church's lack of faithfulness can change the worldview of an entire culture for the worse. For CreationMomentsMinute.com, I'm Darren Marlar.
3: Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program.
2: Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm
12: saying? Keeping it all the way
3: live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas.
12: Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I a had linguist. no idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know
0: you were a But I didn't know that you were a wordsmith.
3: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-JIGGY. Daddy
0: hey, Jiggy, what's
4: happening, man? Must be
3: that uh, <laughs> David Bowie song.
4: Blake guitar.
5: it's a great name, man. Thanks so much for in on the show. I'm, I'm
4: Mike Massey, and uh,
5: you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank
0: you very
3: much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours.
0: Welcome to our number three of the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Coast to coast to border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and, of course, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, amfm247.com. Check out iHeartRadio as well. We are on the iHeartRadio app because of amfm247.com. So if you want to get on iHeartRadio, go check out amfm247.com. Now that that's out of the way, 50-plus AMFM stations in the big network. Our telephone number, 267 22 I2DY. On-demand commercial commercial-free podcasts. $5 a month at our website. It's on the homepage, jinkyjaguar.com. Our brand-new Droid app. Our brand-new iPhone app are both available on our website at com. We encourage you to go over and download that. Demand commercial-free podcast $5 a month on our website. It's red link on the homepage at com. Our brand-new Droid app. Our brand-new iPhone app. Are both available on our website at com. We encourage you to go over and download that. We've got Dan and Dawn on Skype. Look at that. We've got video from both of them, which... Uh, Dan looked like he got hit, got hit by a bus. I don't know what's going on there, my friend. I uh, had eye surgery this morning. <laughs> wow, you're a trooper, my man. You are a trooper. Um, we've also got Emilio on the telephone. Emilio, can you
11: hear me, my friend? I can hear you loud and clear, James.
0: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and um, this this is going to be a heck of an interesting day. I want to I start, first of all, um, Emilio, you wrote an essay earlier today that you sent to both. Uh, all, you, you sent basically to all three of us. Kind of give us your thoughts on this essay that you you wrote here.
11: Well, it was about Joe DiMaggio, and um, I, uh, I I wanted to uh, to make a point using Joe DiMaggio as a figure of leadership. Uh, uh, DiMaggio by uh, by far was uh, one of the greatest baseball players in history, but also he was a leader in his field, in the field of sports, and yes. uh, he overcame a whole series of events throughout his life, uh, and especially uh, uh, as a performer on the field. Uh, he overcame injuries, he overcame yep. the um, uh, the opinion of the experts, that uh, he was finished, and so forth, and he continued to persevere. So... Uh, He's not only uh, an American hero, he's really uh, an international icon. When you look back at Joe DiMaggio, you, you look back at him as a sports figure, as a, as a hero, and as somebody who continued to uh, move ahead with determination despite obstacles. And, and, uh, and I think he's a, an important uh, person for us to look back, especially nowadays when we're searching for heroes.
0: Dan, what, what are your thoughts on that with, uh, with what Emilio said and Joe DiMaggio and everything?
17: Well, I, um, I watched – Denver watched him play in person. I watched him on black and white television when I was growing up. Yeah. And I saw him with the beautiful Marilyn Monroe and other people. And, um, you know, it's really interesting, Jim. Don and I were talking before the show about a piece that I'm struggling to write um and uh, the subject matter that you're talking about right now is is very apropos um I wonder where all all of the leaders have gone um we we have a country that had incredibly brave men and women who founded it who jointly pledged their honor, their trust, and their fortune and their lives to try and give birth to this nation. And they led and they put down a document called the Constitution. And for the longest period of time in our long history as a nation, we've abided by that Constitution. But it appears that over the last 40 to 50 years in this country, the Constitution no longer matters. Uh, and I'm not sure that Leadership, whatever that means in today's world, is leadership Beyonce, or is leadership uh, <laughs> uh, Prince, or is it Donald Trump, or is it John Kasich, or is it you know Barack Obama? I'm not sure that that any of that is leadership. I, I, I see us making decisions um, that are detrimental to our society, and I, I would say to Emilio. If Mr. DiMaggio was alive today, would you agree with me that today isn't the America that he grew up as to be a great baseball player?
11: Absolutely not. He uh, he would be disappointed, uh, and he would look back uh, with nostalgia to the days when he was growing up and, and wish that those days were were back again. Don? Is
17: it? In just a second. Okay. I just want to follow no, that. No, no problem. Emilio, Go ahead. Emilio? Emilio, as a presidential historian, are we not seeing that wish for a, a, a bygone era with the discussion that we're seeing in the political process today by both parties remembering Ronald Reagan?
11: Well, Ronald Reagan was, uh, was unique. Uh, he was uh, perhaps the last American hero uh, that we had uh, as a president disagree with his policies but no one will disagree with the fact that Ronald Reagan was a leader he well, was a great communicator he had vision and he was a true patriot so uh, uh, as I said anybody can disagree with his policies uh, and some of the things that uh, he he fought for Not, nobody could, could say that Ronald was a group, American hero and
0: yeah. among the great American presidents today. Well, Don, uh jump in there and give us your thoughts on uh what Dan and uh, Emilio have said here and then we'll uh we'll take our first break and come back and get into our first topic here.
15: Well, I'm going to say three things. One, uh I actually saw Joe DiMaggio live in Yankee Stadium and actually had a chance to talk uh with Joe Garagiola, who knew him and was a great friend of Yogi Berra and uh, there was three things about Joe Dimaggio which we don't have today. One was he was a leader who led by example. Uh two, he didn't speak very much, but he uh, said when he, when uh, the Yankees took the field, he usually just said, "Let's go." And they all followed because they knew who their leader was. And they knew he gave his all at all times. Uh three, he was very much um, a man of himself was who lived his rules his way and demanded of other people around him that they, that they do the same that they had There were certain qualities he expected of people people and certain qualities he expected of teammates uh that made of uh, the whole better than each part combined so so you know we don't have those things. And I have to say one other thing. There's a famous line uh, when he was married to Marilyn Monroe. Uh, they were in Korea, and uh, all of the uh, uh, soldiers around them were cheering. And Marilyn said, well, have you ever heard so much cheering? And John Imaggio said, yes, I have. But he believed in all of these things, and he lived his life uh, afterwards. Uh, people don't uh, really uh, realize about people what they do after they leave the stage is often as as important as what happens on the stage and he lived his life very, very much that way after afterwards he would never do anything in public that uh, that would degrade his image or hurt other people that's something we don't see look at what uh, president uh, ex president clinton has done with his foundation and a few other things the, uh you, you picked the right one, Emilio, one of the last American hero. Remember that line, where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? <laughs> right, right, uh, right. And,
11: uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking when I wrote that, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh,
15: we don't have heroes like that. But you want to know something? Uh, we, we said that about people many times in our history, and then we have people like Ronald Reagan who appear afterwards. And my confidence is that uh, a new American hero will appear uh, and uh, hopefully lead, uh, lead us out of this morass that we're in now.
0: Well, we're going to do this. We're going to take a, a brief time out here. We're going to put uh, Don and Dan on hold on Skype. And uh, we're going to put Emilio on mute on telephone. And we're going to take a brief break. There is an injustice more. in this world. We want to help that injustice be eliminated check out gofundme.com slash just esther that's right g-o-f-u-n-d-m-e dot c-o-m slash j-u-s-t-e-t-s-t-h-e-r it's family restoration help check it out today on gofundme.com they're asking for help due to the event stemming from a family loss. For those that don't know them, they're a single mom, retired, and have a daughter that is a college freshman engineering major. She's been in a long legal battle for the last year, and she's trying to try to keep it short. So check it out today at GoFundMe.com slash just Esther. This is an amazing new GoFundMe campaign. We need to help these folks out today. This is family restoration help. Help them today. Help Winona Johnson over at www.gofundme.com slash J-U-S-T-E-S T-H-E-R. And tell them you heard about it here on the radio program. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. This is a tremendous YouCaring.com campaign. This is for well-being for people. That's right. Support them. Support community. Provide complementary therapy. Health and wellness is the foundation of well-being. But it often comes at a cost. There's no reach For those who may need it the most, this is why the support is so important. Sahul is a qualified massage therapist in northwest of England. In the line of work, they meet many people with many different needs, both physical and psychological. They've witnessed firsthand how these needs are often exasperated by stresses of everyday life. They see the benefits that massage and other non-invasive therapeutic treatments bring to them, and they're convinced that there should be a way for everyone to have access to this kind of care. Check it out today at youcaring.com. Search, support me, support community, provide complimentary therapy let's tell you a little bit more one more time check out you wellbeingforpeople slash well for people that's y-o-u-c-a-r-i-n-g dot c-o-m slash w-e-l-l-b-e-i-n-g-f-o-r-p-e-o-p-l and tell them you heard about it here transmedia worldwide An incredible new marketing partner with us today here on the radio program The Drums of War Rumble A Battle Stirs for the Fate of Mankind Will the Will of a Hero Overcome the Wrath of Ancient Evil? This was one of the most and best books I've read this year by far says Payanka Blogs Daniel Newman from Vampire Diaries and the Walking Dead crowed, it's a new vampire book now available on Amazon Whispers by Aram Klingin. check it out today on Amazon. It's Whispers by A R A M K E L E D J I A N, and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new Kickstarter campaign. Under the Staircase Brewing Company. Find them on kickstarter.com kickstarter.com, Under the Staircase Brewing Company. Their goal is $50,000. Under the Staircase Brewing Company is a startup project based out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. The founder, whom works full-time in the medical field, has been brewing beer for over 10 years. The project started with a 3-gallon home brewing kit that fermented into great beer under the staircase in his basement. It has now evolved into a 30-gallon hand-built brewing operation. Handcrafting and bottling multiple styles of beer, ales, lagers, Oh, so much more. All ingredients are locally sourced in Indiana and the USA. 100% of all natural ingredients. Under the Staircase Brewing Company is more than just handcrafted beer. It's about pride, happiness, community outreach, and charity. Beer brings folks together, and Under the Staircase Brewing Company wants to bring the community in the entire country together over one of the great handcraft beers. Check it out today online at kickstarter.com. K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Under the Staircase Brewing Company and let's help them get to their goal of $50,000 and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide.
7: What is one of the most underappreciated little creatures on Earth? Find out on today's Creation Moments Minute. Most people don't appreciate the lowly earthworm because it's not very pretty. Biology textbooks mistakenly say that earthworms were among the first simple land creatures to evolve. But earthworms really aren't simple at all. They have a well-developed nervous system, a brain, and ten hearts. Earthworms tunnel through the soil by literally eating the soil itself, turning it into an excellent natural fertilizer. In one test, soil scientists compared earthworms and the best fertilizers you can buy. The ground the earthworms fertilized had five times more nitrogen, twice as much calcium, and seven times more phosphorus than the best that modern science could produce. So while the earthworms aren't pretty, our creator has provided them to enrich the soil and help to feed us all. For creationmomentsminute.com, I'm Darren Marler.
0: We like to do this once a month where we have a, a chat with our two guys from Verona and the little and the kid from Rome. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I want to start with uh, Don in this first segment. Um, Wait,
17: can I, excuse me for interrupting. Okay, go. <laughs> can I ask the little guy from Rome one more question before we get to Don?
0: <laughs> yes, sure, go. go
17: right ahead. Um were you surprised at the Renig on the Vatican, on the uh, the couple that the Pope was going to bring in?
11: Uh, I, I but, was surprised. Uh, uh, I didn't understand it. It seemed like it was a bureaucratic reason uh, that they were using. Uh, and I think that uh, probably some people below the Pope actually got involved in this uh, to try to uh, uh, make more sense of it. But I was surprised. Yes, I was. I really was.
17: Do the Roman people care?
11: No, it it uh, uh, it didn't even, didn't even make the uh, the Italian headlines
15: here. Okay, all right, go ahead, Don.
0: Okay, Don, start start us off here, my friend, with our first topic.
15: Oh, my topic is the DEA today. Uh, last week, finally started the first um, test uh, with veterans with uh, post um, traumatic uh, stress disorder using medical marijuana as a way of alleviating it. Uh, they've been doing it illegally for years, I'm sure. Yes. But finally, they're going to start a, um, a test. Uh, the significance, as Dan pointed out, he said, why the DEA versus not the um, FDA? And the answer is simple. The FDA essentially has not been very forthcoming in terms of medical marijuana, and DEA just uh, said, let's go ahead and try it. I think it's a major breakthrough uh, because uh, PSTD is a, a problem affecting our veterans, and I think it's um, uh, it's a tremendous breakthrough. It's, it's also um, on the heels of the fact that a majority of Americans now believe in, in some form of marijuana legalization. I don't think there's any doubt that we're going to see... Um, uh, I think before the end of the Obama administration, we're going to see some lessening of the rules. Um, it's interesting. You can grow marijuana legally in the United States under a federal law, but you can't sell it, uh, which I, th- I think is funny. Uh, and the, um, the, the IRS, uh, as you may uh, be aware, uh, taxes at 35%. Uh, anything else all the all of us uh, as you know i 'm on on the board of a medical marijuana which is a non profit um, dispensary, but uh, our big thing is we can 't pay our tax bill uh, uh, given uh, that that the only thing we can um, uh, write off in terms of expenses is that associated with the grow but not the selling uh, but the fact that the d e a moved ahead with this one. And there's about ten or fifteen others down the road we're going to see a major change in um uh, American policy towards uh, marijuana um, I'll, I'll leave it at that um i'd sure. like to I'd like to
17: jump in on that for if I could Jim yeah, go I know ahead. that <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true um I guess the question the first question I would ask because I wrote a piece. A long time ago, and you you may have remembered it, Jim was one of the very first pieces that I had sent to you was that if if we want to find out how good or bad medical wear of marijuana is why don't we why don't we study it the same way we study a new drug through the FDA and go through the trials and go through the research and collect all the data, and then come out with a recommendation empower our panel but i'm I have to say i'm 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 disappointed. That, because uh, I'm wondering whether or not the Drug Enforcement Agency has the resources, uh, and the talent to construct all the, the clinical work that's going to be ne- needed to, to do a uh, research on medical marijuana. Or is it going to be a, you know, a, a pass it, uh, uh, approval? I, I, I and I, and if they do, I suspect, as Don's saying, that the, that the, uh, the FDA, is going to come out and talk about the science being flawed or other doctors talking about the science being flawed. It's not really a, uh, a true review, and this agency was never empowered to determine whether or not what drug should be sold or not. And so I'm concerned that that, again, we've got the government trying to figure out, and a drug enforcement agency is going to determine whether this drug should be available for veterans, uh, and, Don, and Don is right. In my travels around the country, working with the Veterans Headers that I do with our Songs and Stories for Soldiers Foundation, um, I, I find a lot of veterans, especially Vietnam War veterans, who are telling us that they've been self-medicating for years and they've been using marijuana and alcohol as their drugs of choice uh, to try and deal with, generally, the frustration and the and the anxiety created by PTSD um, and the, the sense of loneliness uh, to move them out of reality into the, the lack of reality that drugs and alcohol provide them. So I, I hope that it's a, it's a good scientific study. It seems to me that the, the, the great thing would be for the Department of Drug Enforcement to subcontract with a major university research center to do the research on behalf of of the DEA, but it doesn't sound like they're going to.
15: (laughs) Well, this study um, is, in fact, being done by three of the most prestigious uh, medical uh, research labs who have been for years looking into this. The, The importance of it is the first, and it was publicly announced. And, and um, that is the important one. But, can, uh, Dan, can I tell you my favorite line from, uh, line from A Thousand Clowns where okay. she says, come back to reality, referring to the, uh, the main character, and he replies, I'll only go as a tourist. <laughs> so um, the, the point being that marijuana is, for the most part, a temporary relief. It is not uh, a cure-all, which is uh, which is one of the reasons the FDA is so much uh, against um, some of this, because you uh, understand we supposedly have opioids that do what medical marijuana does. However, um, research in Israel and France has shown that that certain uh, strains, and remember also, there's over seven hundred different marijuana strains and more of it uh, uh, being developed each day, that, that makes this whole area w- uh, one of a tremendous opportunity, but also uh, for, uh, with uh, many legal landmines until we, we all get on the same page. Right, right. I agree. I agree. Emilio, any thoughts?
11: Well, uh, for me, I, I look at it from a slightly different point of view because you, you brought up a problem here that I think is really serious uh, the heart of the problem is the way we treat our veterans and, and I think that's uh, th- th- that's the real issue here. Uh, uh, perhaps marijuana w- will be uh, uh, something that will give them relief for the the basic problems they have but the real issue in, in my view is that uh, we don't do enough for veterans uh, we, some people feel that that perhaps uh, uh, we're doing too much I, I really believe that these men and women that have suffered so much for liberty and for our country really deserve so much more than what we're giving them today, and I think they should be free of, of a lot of the anxiety that they're suffering, and it's up to us as, a, as people uh, to make this a priority, uh, no matter what it is, So, uh, but we really should be focusing on giving the veterans really what they deserve. Uh,
17: they they need so much more. Well, Emilio, let me ask you a question on the same subject. What is the what is in Italy? Uh, what is the uh, the issue as far as marijuana and illegal drugs? Is it a is it a problem as as it is in the United States or is it not a problem?
11: It, it is a problem in in, the, in Italy, but the U.S. usually leads the way uh, when it comes to. Of bringing up these issues from a social context. So what's happening in the United States now, and, and, and just the way Don brought up uh, the topic, will probably be discussed in Italy within the next decade uh, for veterans or for healing or for whatever. Uh, so the U.S. is always ahead of us. And, but But here drugs are a very serious problem. And now we have the problem of drugs and alcohol, on the highways uh Italy just passed just this last year uh, uh statutes uh, saying that it's uh it's a criminal offense to be under the the influence of of anything substance abuse or whatever and to be driving a vehicle they just just passed it now so uh it, it gives you a, 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 an understanding of of how far back these societies are, especially Italian societies, dealing with 21st century problems that we've been dealing with in the United States for decades.
17: Yeah. Jim?
0: Yes? Let me ask you a question. Okay, what do we got for you? Or what do you got for me?
17: (laughs) Many of the states, if not all of the states in the United States, sued the tobacco companies because they said that cigarettes were carcinogenic and people were dying of of lung cancer yes and so there was this great suit this great billions and billions of dollars settlement after they believed they could they showed people that smoking tobacco ingested tar and nicotine into the system more so tar than nicotine and it was the ingestion of tar that caused the cancer. Yes. And so the, students, the states went to court. They sued big tobacco. They won billions and billions of dollars. That's the premise, okay, Jim? Yes. Today, if I go into Colorado and I buy marijuana in a reefer to smoke it, the tar level in that is greater than two times the tar level in cigarettes. Now, if we start putting young people on marijuana, I'm not talking medical, I'm just talking about casual or informal use. Yeah. We're going to to create another generation of people who are going to have lung cancer and other diseases, sanctioned, this time, sanctioned, by the government and taxing it. Isn't that a conflict of interest, Jim?
0: Yes, I, I think it is, but at the same time I, I, I think what's going on is that no one's no one's seeing steps down the road, they immediately go, Oh, pot works, we can tax it, let's go for it, we gotta fix our problems.
15: Well, um, can I go ahead, John, jump in can, there. Can I get you off the uh, Um There's no doubt that uh, within uh, the key to medical marijuana is not smoking it, but rather extracting the key ingredients from it when you smoke medical marijuana you 're only using ten to fifteen percent of its efficiency. Yes. What you have to do is um, uh, extract it 's called extraction uh, the key elements in it the thC etc, and put it into uh, put it into liquid form one of the main uh, uh, so the reason doctors don't prescribe it in New Jersey, you must, by the way, have a doctor prescribe it, is that you cannot prescribe specific dosage. Most doctors want specific do- dosage. X amount uh, for Y uh, condition. Uh, the big pharma industry is very anxious to get into the business because uh, they have the ability to uh, turn the weed with the tar and and turn it into a uh, uh, a specific drug with a specific potency specific usage uh, there's no doubt in, in my mind in the mind of most uh, people involved with medical marijuana that the real um, end of of uh, it as a um, felony rather as a class one uh, drug will be when um, um, prescribed drug is when we're allowed to do uh, extraction and and do the research to say X amount, y amount uh, will cause this effect um, that's the problem and you're right Dan if you do it the way we're doing it right now we're really substituting one problem for another yep. mm-hmm. our hope is that um, in the next 2, 3, four, 5 years um, we will have a uh, all of this laid out the way it should be done. Way we deal with the um, other products. The interesting thing as you know, um well, Emilio and Dan and Jim. If aspirin were invented today, it would be a, a prescribed drug because it is of its potency and what its effects. It's a, a sad fact. So, uh, but it was uh, developed before uh, we had all these rules. We hope. Um, people who are trying to make medical marijuana into what it is, a, a way of helping people, that the the future will be uh, brighter when we can extract it, uh, which is not permitted, by the way, in a lot of states. Yeah, I, I noticed that what the, the national
17: media, when they always talk about this, this drug issue, and they go to California, they always show the kids on the street smoking, the, smoking it. They don't show them eating brownies or cookies or chewing gum they're smoking it and and they're ingesting it and it's and it's uh, the the deadliness of the of the concentration of the tars through the smoking it is going to create a number of people and a, and I'm concerned that as we try and legalize it for recreational use across the United States whether it takes 5 years or not I don't know. but when it comes it's going to come and you're going to see an explosion in cancer rates again
15: well but the other side of it uh, when, when you put it into a cookie or etc., you, you're extracting it and you don't know um, uh, how much you're uh, ingesting. And in fact, more o- overdoses occur when people eat too much of a cookie or uh, some other form of extracted than they do smoking it. It's very hard to overdose on marijuana. It's very easy to overdose on extracted marijuana products. And that's where our real concern is. And, in fact, uh, what people have discovered is that uh, most of the overdoses that they're associated with it are accidents. Don't forget, marijuana use in Colorado has skyrocketed the uh, accident um, statistics in that state. Right. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things, but the problem we have is we're not uh, permitting... Um, states and the federal government uh, to come in and do what needs to be done, the research to make it legal.
1: Right.
17: I guess I'm just concerned that that uh, we, uh, as, as we talked earlier, as we have a society that ignores more and more of the laws in the Constitution, we're going to create a society that wants, they want this drug, they want this, they want that car, they want that house, they want this television set, they want this and um, and they don't feel like they should have to wait for it and i I'm, I'm concerned that we are we're we've built a society of people who are uh not drug dependent but drug induced uh in that they want uh, they want the pleasure or whatever it is from that from that purchase but it's not a long standing meaningful uh experience it could, in fact, turn into
15: a horrible experience for some people. And um, we don't... Well, let me, see... Go ahead. Then let me bring it back into the presidential race. and Bring our presidential. If you really look at, at what our candidates are saying uh, in this presidential election, they're pandering to the I want uh, uh, part of society. Yes, yes mm-hmm. they are. All they're promising are things that people want. None of them are, are saying, "Look, to get the want, you need to to do the the hard work behind it." Uh, and this is another example of it. Um, uh, yeah, I'm. I don't know about you, but I'm tired. Uh, I was taught you work for what you get, but in this presidential campaign, we're talking about how we're going to give everything away. Yeah, there was a on uh, O'Reilly last night.
17: Walters was doing an interview. Uh, with some college students, and uh he asked the question, well, what is it that you want from the country? And they wanted everything from apartments to cars to free suits to drugs to free health care. And when asked, how is it going to be paid for, not their problem. One guy said, well, doesn't the Treasury have all the money? Can't we pay it out of the Treasury of the country? <laughs> And, and but but the point is that in an issue as important as this, and and I know that I've been reading that the opiate epidemic, not opium but opiate epidemic across this country is is scary, and uh, going going on like crazy. I mean, you know, we again it's another lack of responsibility of the individual person on his life and the impact on other people's lives that causes the problem. Do we need to take a break, Jim?
0: We need to We need to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to keep chatting. Uh, we're going to have Dan lead our next segment. We're going to put uh, our two guys from Verona on hold on Skype. We're going to put Emilio on hold on the phone, and we'll be back with more here in our program.
3: Dickie Jaguar, 24-7. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to
0: our big broadcast. It's coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, 50 plus AM FM stations across Canada, United States, North America. I try to change it up every once in a while because it seems like I'm reading from a script, which I am. Uh- <laughs> Because if I can't keep notes, I'm an idiot. I won't remember everything. Monday through Friday, we're live, 2 to 5 Central, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific, 1 to 4 Mountain Standard, and of course, 24-7 at com on the tune-in apps and radio loyalty. Brand new free Droid app is available at us. Stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information, selected editions on iHeartRadio Our telephone number 267 22 G-G-Y, com for podcasts and everything else. Check out our great sponsor before we get in to hour number three, 15 minutes after the hour, our second segment of the broadcast today. The website is TheWrestlingBox.CrateJoy.com. They're a monthly box service for the wrestling fans where you will get a new wrestling shirt in your size. Another collectible starting at fourteen ninety nine. This is an amazing promotion. This is an amazing, amazing promotion. Two lucky fans will receive a ticket to see WrestleMania if you order and mention the promo code, the wrestling box. They can save 10% off their order at the wrestling box com that's the wrestling box. Dot .cratejoy.com Check it out today and tell them you heard about it here Transmedia worldwide right now hour number 3 let's get back into it here on our big program. We're going to get back into it here we've got Dan Perkins, it's been an Don interesting Izzella, time. and of course uh Emilio joining us from Rome and uh Dan uh lead us off on our next segment here.
17: I want to talk to, uh, I want to talk about uh, Emilio's specialty. <laughs> uh, I have a piece that was published last week that's titled Obama's Lame Duck Tour Was Lame. And I start with the president going to Cuba, the first American president going to that island in 80-some years, and neither of the Castro brothers met him at the airport. He was shunned by the Castro brothers. The day after he left, Fidel wrote a 1,500-word open letter actively criticizing Obama as being inept, too young, and no experience. And that They were not going to depend on America to do anything for them. Next, he gets on the plane and the next leg of his journey, and he goes to the kingdom. Again, I wrote that don't be surprised if the kingdom doesn't shun him also. And lo and behold, the president flies into Riyadh, and nobody from the government or the royal family, meets him and his entourage. But he continues. He goes and he tries to convince the Saudi prince, the Saudi king and the Saudi princes, that he is correct, that they are wrong, that having strong Iran as a nuclear power will add stability to the Middle East. They're not buying it. And so we have another problem where there were 28 pages that were redacted out of the 9-11 Commission report and supposedly dealing to the issue of how Saudi Arabia was involved in supporting the bombers of September 11th. In addition, the Congress is contemplating a legislation that says that the widows and orphans of the marines who were killed in Lebanon under the Iranian-financed terrorist attack were awarded $2.5 billion in element for the grievances. The Saudis believe that if that legislation were to be updated, that they may be vulnerable, so... They tried to blackmail the President of the United States by saying, we will sell $750 billion worth of assets if you can't stop these two pieces. Now, for the average American, $750 billion was a lot of money. But remember, we got a $19 trillion deficit. And according to the Federal Reserve and the U.S. Treasury, OPEC, as a cartel, the 13 nations in OPEC, own a very small percentage of U.S. government debt. So that means that Saudi Arabia's piece of the small piece is even smaller, so they can't have any impact on the government bond market. Now, in addition, they do own stocks. They could sell those. That may cause some short-term uh, speculation in the market, but they also own real estate, not very liquid. So the president left telling them that they really need to get on board with the idea that Iran is going to be another power in the Middle East. Not to be outdone, he gets on a plane and he flies to London to tell the British people how they should vote in the election on whether or not Britain should stay in the EU. What did the British leadership say to the president? Butt out. You don't tell us what to do in our country, and we don't tell you what to do in your country. So we've got a president of the United States who finishes the tour, this leg of the tour, by going to Germany. Before he gets there, 35,000 people are in the streets protesting his arrival. So, Mr. Presidential Historian, would he be, as I said in the closing of my document, better off to just stay at home?
11: The worst thing a president could do is to conduct a foreign policy trip without a plan, without an objective, and without a vision. But let's begin with the Cuban part of this. It reminded me of uh, Aesop's fable of the the frog and the scorpion uh, i am sure you probably remember it. Uh, it, it a frog and a scorpion both find themselves on the bank of a river and uh, the frog is about to swim across and and the scorpion says "I <coughs> get Said, "Hey, wait a minute, scorpion! Uh, you may uh, sting me, and uh, <laughs> I'll die." Uh, the scorpion said, "Well, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, let's make a deal here, and uh, we'll we'll get across the river together." Well, halfway halfway across the river, the frog suddenly feels bingo. He's been stung by the scorpion, and now they begin to drown, and the frog. Said to the scorpion, Why did you do that? Now we're both going to die. Scorpion said, Hey, once a scorpion, always a scorpion. Well, if anybody thought that Fidel Castro was going to change, they were completely misled. And he acted like he's always acted uh, with disrespect and also uh, with uh, doing those things he's been good at for years and that's writing propaganda against the United States. So that wasn't a surprising trip as far as I was concerned, and the president certainly couldn't have called that a success. And there was no goal there. There was no, uh, no objective, no vision. I, I still can't figure out why he went. The same thing with Saudi Arabia. The Saudis know their neighborhood much better than we do. They know what's gone on there in the past, and they know what's going on in the future. And when we talk about uh, the in we're talking about the Saudis. we're talking about Saudi Arabians, people, those people, if they were involved, they should be sued. Yes, if we could find them. If we have individuals uh, that are part of this, they're perpetrators, then they should be brought to justice in one form or another. I agree with that. But when it comes to Iran, the Saudis know the Iranians much better than we do. They don't trust them, and the Iranians still haven't created an atmosphere, an environment of trust in the world. They haven't done that yet. And that's their obligation now, to do it. And this is where the President of the United States and others ought to be encouraging them, show us. Show us that you're trustworthy and show us that we can welcome you back into uh, the group of civilized nations. That's not happening. Here in Europe, Europe is in complete turmoil. The lack of leadership, Dan, as you were talking about, it must be in the water. I don't know what it is. But there's a tremendous lack of leadership in Europe across the board. They can't deal with the migrant issue. They can't deal with their economic issues. They can't deal with integration, with their own economic integration and social integration in Europe. 28 countries, 28 different opinions. So the president comes here and starts to give lectures about what's good for Europe and good for the United States at the same time. This is not the moment. I don't know who was advising him to do this. Again, this is a trip really without a plan. And uh, it it might have made Mr. Cameron happy for a while, but then he realized that it it was uh, a big mistake to encourage Barack Obama to say anything, anything at all, about Britain leaving Europe. Because he probably did more damage than good, and uh, he probably encouraged more people to vote for Britain leaving Europe than ever before. So... A president can't go on a trip without an objective, without a, a vision. First, expressing it to the American people why I'm going, and then making sure he accomplishes something along the way. This hasn't been done, and the president once again shows that he has no experience in foreign policy.
17: Yeah, and I would say that I would say that uh, that his narcissistic attitude about I know what's right for England, I know what's right for the kingdom, I know what's right for Cuba. Um, there was never ever any doubt in his mind that the decision that he made in those countries was the right decision, regardless of whether or not the local government agreed with him. I also think that, that a lot of what's going on and the reaction that's taking place is driven by, in Europe is driven by The inability of the government leaders to deal with political correctness, and um, until they get a handle on that, until they begin to understand that we have to be nations of laws, and you have to follow the laws, and you can't make all these accommodations, we're going to continue to have a more an increasingly unstable world around the world.
15: Can I uh, interject a point here? I'm uh, showing contrast. Sure, you can. When President Nixon went to China, Cho Lai, who was then the number one in the country, made it a point to meet him at the airport. Um, Mao was still alive, but he joined him met him at the airport at the first visit and at the second visit, which tells you how far the american uh, uh, presence in the world has deteriorated when President Obama is not uh, met uh, at, at any of the airports tells you uh, uh, that alone, and by the way, that was uh, brought up to me by a uh, 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 journalism a high school journalism student who i 'm working with on another project who had seen the, the video and asked me that question because, as you know, I went with uh, Nixon the second time, and uh, it tells you a little bit about where, where the, how the world sees us today. Well, you know, I know we don't
17: have much time, but uh, uh, following what you're saying there, Don, it's, it, it really is amazing how um, much the, the image, for lack of a better word, the prestige of the President in the United States has diminished so rapidly uh, under the President uh, with the world leaders, you know, there was a an article uh, which I quoted in my piece um, that in October of 2015 Some number of the committee members who decided to give Obama Obama the Nobel Peace Prize shortly after he took office Have now regretted that decision and have openly said it was a mistake he did not prove himself to be worthy. And I think that part of this world tour that he's going on at the end of his term is part of his way to try and justify the fact that he got he got the Nobel Prize,
15: um, but he didn't earn it. Well, my sources tell me that he believes that the tour was a success. He truly believes that his tour was a success and is uh, making sure that when he writes his... Um, Uh, report on his uh, years in the White House, Uh, that will be one of the highlights, if you can believe it or not. I could not believe that when I heard that. Now, Mr. Historian, he's going to
17: make another trip. He's going to go to the Far East. And there is talk that he's going to go to Hiroshima. Do you believe he's going to apologize to the Japanese people for America's dropping the pump?
11: I, w- I would imagine he would because he probably hasn't read the book, uh, 2016, selecting the president, where I discuss why Harry Truman made that decision, uh, and and I think if the president really dwells on it, uh, he'll uh, uh, if he goes there, he should discuss it and, and discuss why that decision was made, and we hope that we won't have to make decisions like that in the future. Uh, well, but you know, you, we're we're talking about dropping the standards for what the United States is doing abroad uh, with examples like this of a a presidential trip, again, that has no plans, and the goals that are, are being sought are very, very low. Imagine this, and Don brought this up as a very interesting point. Do you think that Richard Nixon would have gone to China at all if he he knew that somebody else besides cho and La would meet him at the airport of course not he wouldn't do it he wouldn't do it because he knew how important the trip was so if President Obama actually knew that he would not be met at the airport in Cuba or anywhere else by somebody his equivalent well why would he, why would he go there Uh, This is the role of the Foreign Service. When I was in the Foreign Service, we were able to tell the President in advance, look, you're coming, this is what's going to happen. This is how they're going to treat you. So the President, all these things in advance, there are no surprises. The same thing with coming to Europe. The Foreign Service, we would be able to tell him, if you say this, this, and this, this is going to be, be the reaction in the press, in the government circles, and with the public, we could predict it. So, so the president knew all these things in advance. Well, it just shows to me that uh, he um, uh, his standards for these kinds of trips are very, very low. And when he goes to Asia, it's going to be worse than it is right now.
15: And, and Emilio, the president thinks he's the smartest man in the room, the smartest person in the room, in every room he's in. Right. How can you expect him to listen to what other people say? He hasn't done it in his administration, except when he gets in trouble. Well, that's my own comment.
11: Uh, 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 President Obama is a very smart guy. He's a very smart man. But his real problem is that he's come into a job where he doesn't have 360 degrees. Of the experience that he needs, and even after eight years, uh, there's still something missing there, especially on the foreign policy side.
17: Yeah, I, I think it's, it's it's amazing that that. I mean, I, I really believe that he 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 believes he is the best, and uh, when he makes a decision, if he's telling the Saudi Arabia, get over Iran it's best for the best for the Middle East and best for the world that uh he absolutely believes that he is making the best decision for the world because it's an Obama decision. And um I, I think that the, the reception that he's been getting is that uh his attitude is wearing very thin with a lot of the European and world leaders.
11: Dan uh, and Don, uh, if you recall in the past, many times a president would travel somewhere and at the end of the uh, of, uh, of the trip, wherever he was, and they'd have a press conference, they would basically say, we had very frank and uh, interesting discussions. And they wouldn't go into chapter and verse about details because the really serious stuff is confidential. It's behind the scenes. And uh, these kinds of conversations you don't want to have the public or the press delve into because they'll never understand all the facts. Well, that's the same kind of thing that, that should have happened in Saudi Arabia. The president should not have said that he was trying to convince the Saudis uh, to change their mind about the Iranians. That, would, that was wrong. Uh-huh. I think the president should have said we want to have bilateral discussions but a whole series of issues and not take a a, a position where he's trying to to change their minds. If he wants to do it behind the scenes, fine. But please, don't take it out into the public realm. I think that uh, that just causes problems like we're facing right now, where we're talking about it on the radio, and we think, as part of the public, that the trip was a failure. You see?
3: Right.
0: Agreed. Well, gentlemen, uh, I appreciate you making time for us today. Emilio, before we go, how do we find you online, sir?
11: Um, well, uh, first of all, go into my book, uh, 2016, Selecting the President. All of my books are there under my name, I-O-D-I-C-E, on Amazon.com. And my website will be coming out in uh, probably about a month. But, uh, but that, that's where I can be found, found on Amazon.com. And thank you, Jim. Thank you.
0: Now, uh, Dan, and, uh, how, how do we find you, my friend?
17: The books are available at Amazon and Barnes and Noble in paperback, hard copy, and um, ebook and audiobook. The book website is danperkins.guru, and the foundation is songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. And I am proud to say that last Friday, the Military Officers Association of Southwest Florida Gave us a grant of $3,500. Holy smokes. To buy MP3 players for the soldiers at the Cape Coral Veterans Hospital.
11: We're thrilled. Thank you. Wow. Uh, Don and Dan, thank you very much. You you guys are great. Thanks a lot.
0: Well, Don, before we let you go, and, uh, how how do we find you and get in touch with you, my friend?
15: Well, we're on at 8 o'clock. Two guys from Verona. Uh, W4CY. dot You can find me at Don. Uh, I'm on there with Dan. Uh, he, uh, we get a chance to do a little bit more than we do here, but not much more. Much more. <laughs> Thanks for the opportunity. Um, Donmazzella. dot com. Uh Really enjoy the program. Uh, you, gave, you gave us our start. And uh, we'll be back hopefully next week.
0: Yes, looking forward to it. And, uh, Emilio, have yourself a uh, wonderful, wonderful day. And we'll talk soon, my friend.
15: Thank you, Jim. Uh, Take Jim? Everyone.
11: Take care, everyone. Thank you.
0: Thank much. you very much. Regards from Rome. Thank you, Emilio. Uh, Dan, before we let you go, tomorrow is the uh, fourth, uh, is, 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 is the fourth uh, Wednesday of the month. And I wondered if you were going to be available for IQ tomorrow.
17: I will. Can I show you something real quick?
0: Yes, what do you got for us?
17: Watch your camera.
0: (laughs) What is that?
17: That's the star of my new book. (laughs) It's a children's book called Peter and the Irish... Little Irish Seal. <laughs> so this is this is the Little Irish Seal. Anyway, That's yes, awesome. <laughs> I'll be happy to I'll be happy to to meet with IQ tomorrow.
0: Okay, well, we will uh, we will talk to you on Skype tomorrow, my friend. And uh, yes, sir, Don, we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful week, Don.
15: You too. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank gentlemen. you, gentlemen.
0: We are going to take a time out and uh, come back with more from uh, the world famous Chicky Jaguar Radio Program. I'm